Welcome to this edition of the Hagman and the Hagman Report. I'm Doug Hagman at the helm with my son, Joe Hagman. Together we are the Hagman and the Hagman Report. Folks, we broadcast what live every week. <laughs> What's that? What is this, your funeral? <laughs> yeah, do, do, do I sound a little bit down today? No, you just sound very monotone. Monotone. I'm actually narrating golf. Welcome, ladies No, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> and he's on the green. He's on the green. <laughs> Watch, he's ten foot from the hole. How do they, what else do they say? No, anyway, I, I don't. I don't want to give people the wrong impression. We are professional, right? It's supposed to be. No. All right. I'm Doug Hagman at the helm of film investigator researcher, and most importantly, my son Joe Hagman. Together, we are the Hagman and Hagman Report. That's right. You heard us right. And we broadcast live every weeknight, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, on right here on the Global Star Radio Network. That's that's right. Actually, what kind of threw me off is we're having a little bit of a technical issue, or having a technical issue. And uh, yeah, Global Star had a uh, Eric was giving me hand signals, and I'm not sure that's a logistic. I'm not sure that's really a a real hand signal. Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not sure. I got to look at this up in the book uh, to see if that's if that's you know. Is that is that I've seen that before and not 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 by the not by our producer but anyway uh, okay learned it from you <laughs> now folks I gotta tell you no it's and, definitely Friday it, it is isn't it yes it is we had a long day today too we were uh, on the Josh Tully show earlier today yes we were um, and folks if you want to listen to that go check out Josh Tully's archives uh, joshtully dot com and you can find it uh, through his GCN page. As well, and um, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm glad you had us on. It was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, my goodness. Uh, now what do we do? Wait. Do, oh, you know what? Okay. See, I'm off script. Okay. I, I suppose I should say this, and and you see, they monitor this for context. Okay, that so. Uh, let's see, just say something like, uh, oh, folks, don't forget we have two different websites, one for the show, which is Hagman and Hagman.com, and one for new, and one for news and information, which is HagmanReport.com. Um, portions of the nice broadcast brought to you, of course, by Whole Tones Live. See how I did that? Snuck that right in there. Whole Tones, Whole Tones Live.com in a silly mood tonight. Whole Tones Live.com, folks. Uh, you know, in today's world where I mean, today's world, we're just all so busy and stressed out. Uh, go to wholetoneslive.com, download a sample of their music. It's relaxing. It's, uh, it's just, it's a fantastic website. It, it, where you can download music to that, that, and we, we know the frequency affects you, the way you, well, frequency affects your everything, really. At wholetoneslive.com, they've got, they've got music to affect any type of mood, whether it's your stressful mood or, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, the quieter racing mind or whatever. Music does have the power to heal, of course. And, and it's been used through the centuries, ages, 
actually to treat depression, greed, energy, and stuff. Uh, so go to WholeTonesLive.com. That's WholeTonesLive.com. And, and check it out. That's WholeTonesLive.com. And definitely check it out. You, you see how I snuck that in there? And now the context is right. Okay. People don't know what I'm talking about. There's a read that you have to develop a certain cadence. It's kind of like golf. Like, okay, he's on the seventh green. Okay, this is, I'm, I'm just, I'm just being silly now. Uh, but you know, we do dig deep into topics that the mass media doesn't. Tonight is no exception. Joe, we've got a fantastic show for you, or for us. What did I just say? We got a, I can't, handle this. I'm going to go get a purple stick, okay? Go ahead. You do that. All right. Now we have a great broadcast lined up for you tonight. We have Dr. Ted Brewer with us. His website, healthmasters.com. Uh, and visit the site as well as he brought, he's a broadcaster right here on Global Star Radio Network, uh, with him and, and his son, uh, from 3 to 4 p.m. each weekday as well as Sundays from 7 to 8 p.m. right before Dave Hodges. And again, his website is healthmasters.com. His latest book is Breakthrough Health. And he's been a, a friend and, and frequent guest on the show for, for a number of years now. And it's an honor and pleasure to have him on. We're going to talk about geopolitical news. Uh, from the election to you know, the economy and all other health, alternative health, and uh, information we need to know uh, on this five-year anniversary of the Fukushima uh, plants being, uh, you know, blown 311. up. Three eleven. Three eleven. Huh. Yeah. With that, let's bring on Dr. Ted Brewer. Ted, it's great to have you back on the show. I know you got a lot of stuff to cover tonight, and we're looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Oh, hey, Joe. Hey, Doug. It's good to be back with you guys tonight. Uh, uh, thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure to do your show. I love it. I mean, it's a, it's a great opportunity for me to promote your show, my show, Global Star, and to cover a whole bunch of health-related topics and election-related topics tonight and all kinds of government-related topics tonight. So there's a whole bunch of stuff we're going to tell you. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you about a ketchup that's sold in stores that you never want to put into your body, you never want to use, and it's unbelievably toxic. So you guys have got to stay tuned to find out what ketchup never to buy. So <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff to talk uh, about tonight. Oh, and, man, don't, you know, I, uh, don't mess with my ketchup, Ted. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, now, uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me ask this. Is it, is it one of, does the first letter start with H? Uh, yeah. Oh man, I'm in trouble now. I know <laughs> I have more than one ketchup with an H that's popular. I, I, no, I do know that. Okay, uh, which because I, I, I don't know if Ted wanted to say anything, but uh, you know, so I can't like on my pork laden hot dog. I I shouldn't put ketchup on this, right? Of this particular kind. I've got good and bad news for you, Doug. It's probably going to taste really good. That's the good news. The bad news, you probably won't be able to do it too long because of all the side effects associated with it. So we, we can talk what's, about that. Tonight. What side effects, Ted? What well, side effects? Fork, fork or the ketchup? Anything. I, I don't know. I, I've got to develop the twitch. No, I'm just, I, you know what? Well, let, people let me are tell you a little good. thing. This is interesting. Uh, years ago, I was doing a seminar, I think it was up in the Midwest somewhere, I don't remember anymore. We had like 18, 20,000 people there. I remember it was huge, and I remember we had to go into the back rooms for all the tape tables, and the, they were scattered all over the place with the tapes and the CDs. And I'll never forget, uh, some lady walked up to me and told me she's going to eat what she wants to eat. She didn't care if it killed her or not, and she wasn't going to listen to me. And my response to her was simply this, go ahead. And she goes, what do you mean go ahead? I said, go ahead and eat what you want to eat. And she goes, why are you saying that? Don't you care about me? And I said, actually, I don't care about you. I said, I don't know you. I've never met you, and you're sitting here screaming and yelling at me in front of 40 people at the uh, tape table, so why should I even be concerned about you? Because you're telling me you're going to eat what you want to eat, whether I tell you what to, whether, no matter what I tell you. 
And so what, so, so it doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, some of the research, and she was arguing about diet sodas, but I've talked about that so much with you guys. We'll talk about that in a few more minutes. We have so many articles to cover. But what I told her, and I've told the staff and I've told everybody this, is when people eat, when, when children eat three hot dogs a week, now I'm talking about the pork hot dogs, the junk hot dogs, the ones you buy, you know, for 99 cents for a pack of 50, right? These are the ones you don't want to eat because they contain so much sodium nitride and so many byproducts and so many chemicals. Just three hot dogs a week, Doug and Joe, increase the risks of cancer, leukemia, by nine times. Nine times in these children. And remember, the leading cause of death in children aged 14 and under, other than accidents, is cancer, and the leading type of cancer in these children is leukemia. Now, you're saying, well, your kids should never eat hot dogs? No, they can have hot dogs, just not the bad hot dogs. They can have the turkey dogs or the beef dogs that are all beef or all turkey with no sodium nitride that are organic with no chemicals. Then it's no big deal. you got to stay away from all these poison hot dogs. I remember years ago I was doing a show up in Chicago on the number one station in Chicago. I'll never forget this. I don't think I've ever told you this story. And uh, the producer, the farm forecaster, was named Max. And I was doing this show. It, and uh, the reason I always remember this show, I had flown to Chicago to do this show. I think it was I think it was WGN. It's like the number one show in Chicago. And I had flown up there. And the day that I was supposed to be on the air for drive time, it was O.J. Simpson was running away from the police out in California. It was all over the news. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I, I always remember that day. And I'll never forget, I was doing this show. We were on 15, 20 minutes, going over the top 10 foods never to eat. And I was talking about pork, how bad pork was. Well, I didn't know that Chicago was the number one pork belly thing in the whole world, right? I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't know all the farm stuff and the Farm Bureau stuff came out of Chicago. I was kind of just, you know, naive and young. This is, gosh, it was almost 20 years ago now. And I'll never forget, all of a sudden, somebody's tapping on the window at the... Uh, Studio and all the doors are locked in these big studios because they don't want somebody breaking in and demanding airtime and you know threatening people with bomb scares or whatever. And so I looked at the guy who was doing the show with me, the the DJ, and he recognized the guy. It was Max, the farm forecaster. And I'm sure if somebody calls Max up, he'll he'll tell you this happened. I'm sure he remembers it too. And I'll never forget. Uh, they opened, they buzzed him in, they let him in, and he grabbed the live microphone at the desk. I was much younger then, and I was in really good shape back then. I had like 18-and-a-half-inch arms and a 50-inch chest and a 33-inch waist. I mean, I was in my 40s, early 40s. And I'll never forget, he uh, he grabbed the live microphone. He started screaming at me because I had said, don't eat pork. And I looked at him, and I said, you know, I didn't know what to do. I mean, I've never had this happen but one time on a live broadcast on the number one station in Chicago, right? And I looked at him. He started yelling at me and was standing up over me in the studio. So I was sitting down. It was like a, it was a low table, and I was like a, like a dining room height. And so I grabbed my microphone, which is a free mic, and I stood up. And he's yelling at me. I'm yelling at him. And I yelled at him, and I said, well, I said, here's the deal. I said, if you want to feed your kids hot dogs and feed them pork, you're just going to remember something. Three hot dogs a week, nine times the risk of leukemia. So if you want to poison these children with brain cancer, knock yourself out. But I'm not going to agree with you. So my response is still the same. No, no pork. And I remember then, believe it or not, security and everybody came running in the studio. They thought we were literally going to get into a kind of a, well, to be honest with you, they thought we were going to get into a physical fist fight. And, uh, and I just, because I wasn't backing off. I mean, I'm literally yelling at the guy. He's yelling at me. It was like kind of like the Republican debates. <laughs> okay, but, well, but about, there's there's nothing wrong with getting in a fistfight over hot dogs. Okay, but, that's but, my that's my but, motto. But, so, but listen to this. So if, anyhow, I get I get escorted out of the studio. My the show's over, right? 
And so I'm like, well, whatever. So I leave. And by that time, we had just cell phone technology just had just started up, right? And I remember I was walking down the street there in Chicago, and I was going to my next show with Danny Bonaducci uh, from the Partridge family. He had a big station that he was on there in Chicago, too. So I had two shows scheduled that morning. And I was walking down the show, and my, my cell phone rings. And I'm thinking, you know, because we have an 800 service taking orders for the books and the tapes and the CDs and all that. And I thought, well, that show's not going to sell anything. I mean, this was awful. There was a big screaming fist fight. And so, I, so the phone rings, and it's my PR firm, the guys who are taking the phone calls, and they say, what the heck just happened on that show? And I said, guys, look, you know, I don't know, man. It just went bad. And they said, no, no, our phones are ringing off the hook. I mean, we've never seen a response. Everybody wants your stuff. And I said, they want my stuff? He goes, yeah. He said, this is ridiculous. They said that you almost got in a fight in the studio. Is that true? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. I said, if the guy had come over the countertop, I'd have knocked him out. And the guy goes, really? I said, yeah. He goes, well, whatever they said was this, because, you know, Chicago is kind of like New York. They said, if this Brower guy was so adamant about what he believed, that he was willing to get into a fight, we want his material, we want his CDs, we want his tapes, we want his books. And, and we literally blew up over, over a hundred reps were taking orders. It was the craziest thing you've ever heard of, Doug. So yes, I do believe in what we're talking about. If I figure since we're doing this really low key thing tonight, <laughs> I'd start off with a story from 20 years ago when the OJ Simpson thing was happening. Well, that, well, I, I want to know which side Danny Bonaducci was on. Tell me. Uh, oh, oh, for the OJ Simpson stuff? Oh, I don't know. No, that. no, just, no. I mean, for the, for the pork stuff. Never mind. Oh, it was a no, bad. Danny was on my side. Danny, I, I did, I did Danny shows. I did a bunch of his shows. I, I've done a bunch of really big shows. I was on with Scott Hannon, Shannon in New York City. Uh, yep. I was on with, uh, uh, Man Cow. I've been on, I still do Man Cow show all the time. I was on with Rick Dees out of California. He was the number one guy on Kiss FM. I've done all of these shows live in studio. I mean, I've done thousands and thousands of talk shows. We used to do the big tours when I'd be on the seminar circuit. This is when all this was going on. And we'd have, a, the, but, have an but, RV. Not, I'd just do a show. Given the genre, okay, of those shows, and I wanted to ask you this off air, but I'll ask you this on air. Uh, what is the, what's the general population's acceptance to your information? You know, especially, because I, I would think that, well, sorry, I mean, the demographics to me, like on a, Danny Bonaducci kind of platform would scream to me like pot smoking, and, and maybe I'm just being totally off the. Well, off what I always try to do, I always try to do 40 plus, because when you start talking to guys, and we're going to talk about it tonight about impotency in guys and how blood pressure medicine causes impotency, all of this stuff. We're going to talk about this tonight, what you can do about it. Uh, we're going to talk about lowered sperm counts in men, fertility problems in men. When you deal with a 40 plus demographic, when guys are starting to have health problems, they're starting to have blood pressure medicines, and the blood pressure medicine is causing them to be impotent, and they're in their early, they're sometimes early 30s, early 40s, that's the demographic that really listens. When a person's 15, 16, 18, 20 years old, and they're part of the Parker's family group from 20, 30, 40 years ago, and they're tweens, they don't care. They don't care. They, they just get confused. They don't understand any of that stuff. But 40 plus is the biggest demographic that we ever had as far as listening to what I had to say. And we have a huge sales on our CDs and tapes and we do the big seminars because it was like businessmen who were in the 30s and 40s. And I would start off the seminar. I'd walk out of the platform and I'd say, you know, they, they'd introduce me, and I'd say, I said, I'm excited to be here today. It's good to be in Seattle. I just want to ask you guys a question. How many of you guys want to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, blood sugar levels, feel great, burn body fat, and have tremendous energy every day of your life? Let me see your hands. And then, you know, like everybody raised their hands. And then I would ask another question. I'd say, well, I've got something good and bad to tell you today. We're going to cover the top ten foods never to eat. And then, to hear, then you'd hear like, boo, you know, we don't want to hear this. And then I would say, and beef and eggs and butter 
are not on the list. And everybody started yelling and being happy and we all this kind of stuff. And, but I did a lot of those big shows. I mean, we had stadiums full. I mean, we literally had football stadiums that we would fill up. I mean, it was the craziest thing you've ever seen. I remember we had the, we were in the Thunderdome uh, back in, uh, this is, this is at the St. Pete thing where the, where the Rays play now in Tampa over in St. Pete. And I remember we had that place packed out. I think we had 38,000 people there and they wedged me in in that seminar between like Schwarzkopf and President Bush. And so we had, it was just, it's just, it was just a real rush to be able to do that. And I did that for six years at about a hundred of those seminars along with thousands and thousands of talk shows. Sometimes I do 40 talk shows a week. And then I got so burnt out of being on the road all the time because I was in my 40s at this point that I decided just to go ahead and stop while we could still have more children. And then Sharon and I had three more kids. And that's why our kids are spread out so much. Austin's 28 and the youngest one's 13 because we decided to have these other three children uh, when we, she was when we were older. And then Sharon ran into all kinds of fertility problems that were causing some of those things too. That's why when we talk about this fertility stuff, it's very important to me because of what Sharon had to go through and all the stuff that we had to do, including in vitro fertilization to have the rest of the kids. So it's a pretty interesting story that I have as far as understanding all of that stuff and that's why I know so much about the field of infertility Doug but that's that's that, that's kind of the background on me and then uh, then I started writing books in 99 and uh, along with other CD sets and then I basically went into a semi-retirement mode having babies and then in the early 2000s some of the major TV ministries called me up and they wanted me to help them do some fundraising and you see them do that all the time on TV yep. and I would come in and I would do that I did that for about five years and then the economy dumped out in 2007 2008 and then we were kind of like in a, a mode again of just chilling out, you know, with Health Masters were still running and still doing well. And then suddenly I decided that, you know, then, then I wanted to start moving things again for Austin. And then we couldn't get things moving. And that's when I started praying, like I had done so many, throughout my whole life so much. And then that's when God spoke to me in that prayer. It'll be five years ago this summer. And that got me out of semi-retirement mode. Because remember, I'm 60 years old. I'm not some kid. And that got me out of the semi-retirement mode that I was in and got me really doing my own show for the first time in my whole life every every six days a week, which requires a lot of time and dedication. You guys know that. And so uh. it's, been an, it's been an interesting experience. And then I got on Coast to Coast and met you guys. And just and on and on and on and on. But see what happened is back in the 90s, and everybody will find this, this. I found this information fascinating. I think it was in 96. Bill Clinton deregulated the communication industry with the FCC. Before that time, Everybody in the United States, if you had a radio show or a TV talk show, you had to have guests on the show all the time. Hence, I had so many shows that I was doing. Like I said, up to 40 shows a week. But then what happened is Bill Clinton changed the laws. And he, before that, if, if, a, if, a, if a company owned a radio station, they could only own one radio station in the town. If they owned a TV station, they could only own one TV station in the town. So you had a whole bunch of mom-and-pop radio shows all over the United States with some big markets and big stations with disc jockeys, radio personalities like Rick Dees like this used to say, that had to have guests every single day. And so we would get, we would get on something called the Radio TV Interview Report, and I would just get inundated with, with requests. And then what happened is when Clinton deregulated that and allowed some people like Clear Channel to come in and buy every single station in a town or almost every station, then they started running syndicated broadcasts and they didn't need as many guests. So that whole industry kind of phases away. Now, the reason that the government originally said that you could only buy or have one station in town was they didn't want one group of people controlling the media like we have today. Now, 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 20 years later, 
you know, that we have like seven corporations that control 95% of the media. And a lot of that happened back in the 90s because of Bill Clinton, because they had to be able to spin the narrative the way they wanted it to. And of course, when the Rothschilds, you know, bought the AP Wire and the Reuters News Network, when they did all of that, now with all of their corporate, with all their interlocking corporate directorships and corporations they have with their mergers and acquisitions, they can dictate through literally thousands and thousands of talk shows every single day what will be and won't be talked about in the news broadcasts. That's what was supposed to be protected by the FCC, which is no longer being protected by that. So this this is completely off topic. I'm just having a conversation with you guys about the industry and what happened to it over the last 30 years. I think no, I think this is an important uh, conversation to have because people don't really. I mean, people know. Is somewhat the history, but but this is uh, this is history that that that's in real life. I mean, it's affected you. It's oh, yeah, affecting other yeah. people. You know, now, I, I you know you talk about. Uh, I'll just share a story with you. I know you got a lot of stuff to get into, but but heck, it's oh, Friday, <laughs> and, and you know what? We're going to shut down the studio here for uh, several days. But um, but no, no we're going to keep broadcasting though. Don't, just don't go away. Don't worry, guys. Uh, things are things are going to be as normal next week. So don't. You hear me, listeners? It's going to be as normal next week. All right. Anyway, I got to tell you this. Um, when I was in high school, we had a station here because everything, everyone was independent. There was a radio station that broadcast. Um, it was a pretty. It was. I mean, at the time, it was an AM station. It was ten. I think ten, maybe fifteen thousand watts. It wasn't. It was not five thousand. It was bigger than a five thousand watt station. Okay. But anyway, the reason I said this is because this guy would have guests come in to his studio, talk to the guests. Uh, in, in about various topics, usually local, but sometimes pretty regional, sometimes you know statewide or even national. But the reason I used to listen to him is because at night when he didn't do, and, and he was like the only guy there except for his guests, and once in a while he'd have uh, somebody you know that, that would come in and help him and be like a co DJ or a DJ in place of him. But that was very rare. But if you listen very closely, and this is so cool, Ted, I, I just love this. Now, we're talking. You know, well, we'll just say the seventies. I'm not going to get specific with you. You could hear him arguing with his wife over the music, okay? Because it was done out of well, I think his wife was part of this, and it was done out of a part of his home, and it this big antenna. And he lived way out in the sticks, anyway. And then um, at night, though, he used to fall asleep while spinning the the records, and and, and people say, "What are records?" But anyway, yeah, and you could hear it go. <laughs> and then in the background, you can hear him going. <laughs> okay, I mean it was so funny, but uh, so hey, you know, deregulation obviously knocked him out. No, I mean that has, but uh, I don't know. I just I thought that was just hilarious. To, well, and know. you also you know, and you also remember when they used to play the Star Spangled Banner every night when the TV shit would go off, and now we know that the CIA was putting a subliminal messaging into that. And I sent you the link on that so you could see it and you watched it, in which the CIA would play the Star Spangled Banner at the end of the night, you know, before everybody went to bed at one o'clock, two o'clock, twelve o'clock at night. They'd put the captions underneath to sing along, and if you slow that way, way down, and you could look at it online, uh, they would say things like "Obey the government." Buy, consume, you know, and they would they would put subliminal messaging in there, 
that would basically tell you what they wanted you to do from a Tavistock Institute, from a German concentration camp institute, from an MK Ultra mindset institute, and see, and they were using all those communication things, and then they realized how much power they had with that stuff, Doug. That's why they had to take control of all of it. And then the same thing with TV because the alpha brainwave said you're almost in a hypnotic trance when you're watching TV. And when you're watching TV, you basically believe everything you're telling you. You, your mind can't put up a rational wall in front of you and you start believing it. Your heart, your heart rate speeds up. Your heart rate slows down. You start perspiring. If you watch some scary movie, your blood starts releasing all kinds of chemicals. You know, we talked about that in the show we did with you back in December and November. I mean, all of these things happen to you from an autonomic standpoint when you watch TV because you're in a hypnotic trance. And that's why it's so important that you guys turn off the TV set and listen to shows like Hagman. But I also sent you a letter today, a link today, Doug. I want to tell you what happened last night with the uh, debate real quick. And I'm going to start with wait, 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 Hang on a second. Let me just ask this. I got to ask you this question because it involves lady or lady or studio dog. We uh, we have a monitor, you know, of course, a big monitor here in the studio, and she will actually watch. If we if we had the well, if we have the debates on, it doesn't matter what we have on. She'll watch commercials, especially with dogs in it, and she'll actually lay down and look and and sit for five minutes and watch TV. And if a dog does come on, she'll actually respond to that dog as if that dog was in the room. Now, tell me that she. Uh, uh, tell me that she's smarter than the average dog or, you know, lie to me about it. <laughs> oh, she's much smarter than the average dog, Doug. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you very much. No, no, but I guess it works on the same way. It works the same way with animals, doesn't it? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen any research on that. But, uh, but oh, by the way, right. you asked me to send you a picture of Ben Carson with Donald Trump have at Mar-a-Lago. We have it. So I said anytime. It now, now I'm going to read you the caption on that. Now, there's no, there's no, you're the only media outlet that has this. This came from okay. a friend who took the picture last night. You want us to put it on the, on the screen? Sure. You can sure, okay. fine. Yeah. And right, uh, so I'm going to re, I'm, I'm not going to tell you who it came from because I'm not going to do that. But uh, yeah, but let me, but let me give you some captions. Uh, yesterday, Donald met with Ben Carson at Mar-a-Lago to discuss if they can get along and they did so with flying colors. Uh, ben basically asked Donald to mellow last night and make it easier on him in the morning, so basically to calm down and not rant or start yelling at the debate. Uh, the three of us who were alone with Corey, uh, I don't know who Corey is, uh, Donald had a great time. He said, Ben, I must tell you, every time I've even thought about going back at my opponents last night, this is after the debate, and he said, no, I don't think Ben will like this. <laughs> when we left, Ben got into his car, and Donald, uh, where they had been sitting, and uh, he says, Ben, you have no idea what a good friend Lee is to you, working hard to get us together. So the, hey, the thing about it is is that they've got it together now. Ben Carson's endorsed Donald Trump, and you guys now have an exclusive photo on your website that no one else has in media anywhere that was done at the meeting last night. And this is one right after, right after this is when Donald said on the show last night on the, on the debate of why that Ben Carson was going to endorse him. But I thought that I thought that Donald was a little bit flat last night. He really didn't come back at anybody. But it was a lot more, it was a lot better, more civilized debate. And so I thought everybody was trying harder to get along. And you know, and Bubble Boy Rubio, uh, I think he's lost him. I think he's lost the state of Florida. And then you know, of course, uh, Cruz. Uh, Cruz is smart. I got to give the guy credit for having a high IQ. I mean, you know, he's 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 got some IQ points on him. The problem is he can't tell the truth. He's a, he's a liar. He's a thief. He's a cheat. I mean, he lied about Carson getting out of the race. He he cheated Donald Trump and cheated Ben, and he stole votes in Iowa. And so, I mean, so Cruz to me has no, no respect at all. But it's just, it's just it's what it is. This is just what he is. And I know that most evangelicals want to support him, but you got to look at the character. 
And see, they're trying to find cracks in Donald's armor, but they're having a hard time doing it. But let's let's go ahead and start on the health stuff if we can, because I'll sit here and ramble with you all night. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And, and folks, I just want to share this during our off-air conversations. Uh, this is you, what you just heard. There is is really a typical off-air conversation that I, I might have with uh, our, our good friend. Um, I want to say Donald Trump, but I, our good friend Ted Brooks. <laughs> I'm still working on him getting on your show. I'm still working on that, and I think I got that worked out. I think we're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, so. All we want is 15 minutes of his time, and and hey, that's all we need. So cool. Yeah. Or or as long as he'd like, because uh, yeah, we we'd love it, and and I, well, and I believe it. I'm excited he's going to be on. Yeah. But, you know, it's so, it's so interesting. I want to start some stuff with you real quick. You know, Hollywood and the propaganda that comes out of Hollywood, I want to quote a couple of things to you real quick, because they're coming out with these Boston bombing hoax movies now, and what's happened with Hollywood and the propaganda generated. I want to say one thing. Remember what the former CIA director, William Casey, said. Until everything that everyone believes is a lie, the control system feels that they're not done lying to you yet. I mean, this whole false flag stuff and the staged events that we're being sold that are reality are unbelievable to me, Doug. And it's sad to me that so much of this stuff that we're being told is a lie. Now, the next story I want to tell you is that Putin and Western government says that Western governments are enslaving humanity through immunizations and through vaccines. And he's saying that he saw now he now Putin is now talking about these doctors who are dying in the United States and what's going on. According to the report, Western governments are working hand-in-hand with corporations using money-hungry scientists and educational bodies as tools to pull the wool over the eyes of the largely complacent, unsuspecting public. But the public aren't just being conned. They are slowly but surely being enslaved. This is the master plan. And so Putin's going to be actually releasing a statement on this. They say, now, whether or not we ever get a copy of it, I don't know. I personally believe that that one video that we did with you guys from last summer that's got millions and millions of views was put into Putin's hand, and somebody translated it for him, and that's where this is coming from. But that's just my opinion. It could have been for many other people that are also doing shows on the very same topic. Another interesting story. GlaxoSmithKline is facing fines now for killing 14 babies during vaccine trials. This is crazy. The GlaxoSmithKline killed 14 babies during vaccine trials, and they got they were they were fined a hundred thousand dollars, Doug, for killing 14 babies. Doesn't that blow your mind? Why, why isn't? I mean, this should be plastered over every news outlet, over every newspaper in the entire globe. Well, it, was, it was out of the, it was out of the, it was out of this country. It was it, it was down in uh, right. In, in, in Argentina. And so they don't really care about Argentina. They like to take people in Argentina. That was back in the 60s, if you remember, with the current pope, and throw them out of the back of airplanes 100 miles uh, offshore in the ocean. That's right. That's remember right. App, App, App Operation Condor, they did all that. Our current pope, that's what he liked to do. Now let's talk about some of the lies you're being told about medicine and mainstream medicine and health. I'm going to just kind of go over these real quickly because I've got so I've got like 100 stories to cover with the next two and a half hours with you guys. Uh, number one. Uh, genetically modified organisms. A lot of this came from a guy by the name of Torres, Marco Torres, but I'm going to modify it, so, but I want to give him credit for this because uh, he had he kind of summed up the totals on this. Uh, he said that genetically modified organisms can feed the world. That's a complete and total lie. Genetically modified organisms have not shown to produce any more than regular organisms, than regular seeds. They can't do it. Plus, the GMOs are killing people because of what they're doing to our guts and what they're doing with epigenetics. 
And so they're causing massive problems with DNA. They're causing massive problems with all the glyphosate they're spraying on the GMOs. Uh, Number two, electromagnetic fields and wireless radiation are not harmful to humans. That's simply not true. You have to make sure that every single night you turn off your Wi-Fi routers in your house. And I go a step further. I unplug the ones in the kitchen, and I I just turn them off. I don't want any of this stuff going through my body because it's like, you know, just like a constant dose of radiation. And the problem with it is, is that your pineal gland, which secretes the melatonin that allows you to sleep at night, it sees this stuff coming through your skull and it thinks it's light. So it never puts enough melatonin in your blood to get you a good night's sleep, so you're always tossing and turning every night. Another lie is medical screenings and treatments prevent death. That's not true. Now, they may actually show some cancers in advance, and they may actually be okay in some instances, even even, even the uh, for colorectal cancer. But we've seen now with the mammograms, they basically haven't done anything to show to reduce the amounts of cancer. And, in fact, the mistreatments and the misdiagnosis of these things are causing a lot more health problems. Number four, we've talked about repeatedly on the show about fluoride and how it prevents tooth decay. That's simply not true. Fluoride does not prevent tooth decay. The studies that were done were completely bogus, and they were being used by the government, again, I believe, through the CIA, to get the entire population of the country on fluoride, which causes you to become servile and infertile. They learned that in the concentration camps in Germany. So don't use fluoride. Use the fluoride-free toothpaste. We have those available at healthmasters.com. Really good ones, matter of fact. Next, number five, is lowering bad cholesterol is the key preventing heart disease. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. That's simply not true unless your cholesterol ridiculously high, like over 300, because remember, once your cholesterol drops under 200, all disease rates go through the roof, and lower it goes, higher cancer gets. Plus, under 200, it's very difficult for your body to produce testosterone. So you have to stop acting like a man. By the time you eat a bunch of soy products and get your cholesterol down real low, uh, your brain goes to mush, and you can't think anymore. Number six, sunlight is harmful. Not true. Sunscreen is good. It is not. But now getting sun in the heat of the day, like you know, 12 to 2 in the afternoon, you probably need to avoid that because you can't you can't have some skin damage from that. But late in the afternoon, early in the morning, sun is extremely good for you. Uh, seven, a lot of vaccines prevent disease and increase immunity. Not true. The vaccines cause more disease now than they they stop, except for some third world countries which have really bad hygiene and sewer in the sewage in the streets, et cetera, et cetera. They may be okay in those different countries, Doug. The problem is all of the adjuvants they put in the vaccines can still cause a lot of different problems even in those countries. And so unless you can get a clean vaccine, I'd avoid it altogether. Just make sure you, you don't live in a third world country that has horrible, horrible living and sanitation conditions. And it goes on one to thing. say... Wait a second. Well, one thing, okay, do you lump tetanus? Somebody asked this last, last time you were on. Do you lump tetanus in the same category as vaccines? And if so... If, you if, if you took a tetanus shot and it didn't have any aluminum, it didn't have any thimerosal, it didn't have any squalene in it, and it was just straight a tetanus that had been just dead tetanus, I don't really see a problem with that. That one personally, uh, but you got to find one that's clean before you do that. Because I don't, I don't have a problem with that if you can get clean vaccine. But don't take it with aluminum in it, and don't take it with anything else added to it. Now they're trying to buy, you know, combine it with different types of vaccines all at once, and it's difficult to get just tetanus by itself. Right. So I don't, I don't have a problem with that because it prevents lockjaw, and it's just the next thing. And the, the final thing he talks about, we he has a few more, a few more of them. I'm just going to bypass them. He says that the. Uh, Science is reputable and honest. The truth about that is the studies that are done at most of the major universities, the drug companies who come in and tell the scientists what they want to find in the studies, in many cases these studies 
are bogus because the parameters and the studies are set up in such a way so that the trial will not work on all natural things. It simply doesn't work because they don't let people do what they're supposed to do. So that's the biggest thing that people have to understand is you have to use common sense. For instance, let me give you another example. I don't know what happens to so many medical doctors after they get out of medical school. Now, I remember when I was in, when I was in biochemical genetics at Florida State University, I spent 400 hours there in the lab in the Conradi building, but it's been torn down since then. It's, gosh, it's been 40 years ago. And what was, what was interesting is I remember a lot of the guys in that class with me were going to be going to medical school. And what was interesting to me is a lot of them had very good memorizing abilities. They could memorize anything. They could memorize a periodic table of elements within a few hours. It was crazy. And so they scored really high on their MedCat exams. But when you would start talking to them about common sense things, they had no common sense. My sister was like this. You know, she was, she graduated valedictorian, was a national, the national merit scholarship recipient, you know, 4.0 all the way through college in the biochemistry, biology program, got into medical school, can't think. Sick all the time on multiple prescription drugs. Bless her heart, I feel tight, I feel terrible for her. But, you know, she has no discernment or reasoning skills. In German, the word would be vernunftig, and the other one would be, uh, uh, it's vernunftig, and I, look, I forgot the other word, it'll come to me in a second. But what it means is you have to have reasoning. Verstunt is the other one, that's common sense. She doesn't have any verstunt, and she's not vernunftig, she has no reasoning skills, and she just, she doesn't see things. So when you start to talk to her about these types of tests, and she worked for the National Cancer Institute for 20 years, in the military as a captain, uh, basically in their laboratory up in Bethesda, and been trying to find a, quote, cure for cancer. Well, we already know there's cures for cancer. We've already seen that. I know a lot of naturopathic physicians and also allopathic physicians who cure cancer without radiation, chemotherapy, or surgery. The problem is there's no money in that. Uh, you can cure somebody's cancer for eight or $10,000 with a supplement plus a lifestyle change. And the problem is they don't want you to do that because they make too much money with the chemotherapy. Some chemotherapies are thousands and thousands of dollars for one dose, Doug. And so they make hundreds of thousands, sometimes a million dollars in treating a person for cancer versus you know $10,000 worth of supplements. So that's the biggest problem that they have in the supplement industry. Plus, as a, as a physician, as a naturopath or, a, you know, as a medical doctor or whatever, it's very difficult to treat patients that way for cancer from a natural standpoint because you risk losing your license because you could have somebody turn a complaint into you to the state. You could lose your license and they could say basically you were, you were, you're being a quack and then they could end up, you know, suing you and everything else. So a lot of doctors simply don't do that. But a lot of the doctors also, they, they basically are being trained by the pharmaceutical corporations after they get out of medical school and that's all they read because they're so busy seeing patients or so busy on the golf course or so many doing so, or so many are doing so many surgeries to try to pay their four ex-wives. You know, alimony, they don't know, they don't know what to do. And, and always remember this, and I, I said that tongue in cheek, but it's true. A doctor who's a surgeon is only going to get paid if he cuts. He's got to cut you, he's got to do surgery on you. He's, that's always going to make his fee. And so that's why it's very, very important that if you have to go in for surgery, that you get three or four opinions from different doctors. Because one of them may tell you, well, no, that's really not something you need to do right now. You could wait a while longer. Another one will say, no, you need to do that. That's one of the biggest problems with bypass surgery. A lot of the cardiovascular surgeons, you know, again, this is where they get their fees paid, and they go in, they run this huge bill up, which they get a small percentage of from the hospital, but they don't bother to tell you there's natural ways. They know there's natural ways that have been approved to clean out the arteries. One of them is with EDTA, which is chelation therapy. It does a great job. And see, I cover all of this stuff. 
when you, if you go to healthmasters.com, my website, I have a newsletter that we have out, we put out, uh, you know, two or three or four times a week. You get a free copy of the newsletter if you want to sign up for it. And so we tell you all of this information, this common sense stuff to health and nutrition. In fact, if you look on the front page, we've got the Hagman blood sugar protocol, the Hodges healthy joint protocol, and then we've got the magnesium protocol all on the front because I know, Doug, you had some, uh, you had some high blood sugar issues we can talk about a little bit and you were able to control that through diet and following that protocol that we put together for you. Now, here's another interesting one, Doug. New Mexico law is now prohibiting forced psychiatric drugging of children. Now, you say, well, they don't really do that, do they? Oh, yeah, they really do that. They really put these drugs, these kids, on some super strong drugs if they're being diagnosed with certain types of mental issues. And I'm talking kids that are three and four years old. But New Mexico finally had enough of it now, and they're prohibiting forced psychiatric drugging of children, the first such law in the United States. This is the only good portion of what the Church of Scientology does, Doug, uh, because I totally am opposed to their teachings. They're a cult. They're awful. But they have a Citizens Commission on Human Rights because they're so against the psychiatric drugs, and they're the ones that pushed all of this through the Mexico House Bill 53, which became a law in 2015, ensuring that a parent's decision not to administer psychotropic drugs to a child is not grounds for a child being removed from parental custody by Child Protective Services. In other words, what was happening is they were saying, you have to put this child, this child's three years old, you got to put him on Zoloft or Xanax or Prozac, and the parent's going, no, I'm not going to do that. Then they would say, well, you're denying medical care for your child. We're going to take your child away, and then we're going to drug the child. They would be forced to be drugged. And so New Mexico now has said they're not going to allow that anymore. What do you guys think about that? Huh. Well, Did you even know that happened? I mean, it's crazy. No, no. 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 I mean, the forced drugging of anybody is, is just uh, just ridiculous, abhorrent, and, and uh, incredibly dangerous, I would say. Uh, you know, each – when can you – when is it appropriate scientifically to uh, determine that somebody has a, a disorder, first of all, and then force a uh, a result that might not be uh, needed or force a treatment that might not be even needed? You're not taking the cases individually, one by one, looking at all the factors involved. Well, and, and there's not too much real estate between that and, uh, and, and, and re-education of thought. Right. I mean, re-education you know, thought, okay, you're thinking wrong, so we're, we're going to send you, we're going to re-educate you. That's right. And the thing about it is I had, I, when I was in practice, I would have people come in. Most I saw was 25 meds. They would be on 25 different prescription medications. These were people probably in their 50s and 60s. I was back in my, gosh, I was in my 20s back then, 30s. And what would happen is I would, uh, I couldn't believe these meds. And so I would say to them, I said, look, you're going to have to work with your medical doctor or you have to change medical doctors and you're going to try to figure out how to come off of this stuff because I wasn't licensed to tell people to start taking, to come off of drugs. And so, and then they would bring their children in there. They've been diagnosed with ADD and ADHD. And I was at the forefront cusp of this back in the 80s talking to people about it. This is what Riddle is sort of making these huge inroads into the school systems, and then I started finding out that these drugs were being given to kids that were two and three years old. These psychotropic drugs, like Ritalin and Adderall, and you know, and, and you know, and all this is Xanax, and and they were giving. I mean, two and three year old children are being diagnosed with hyperactivity. Are you kidding me? They're still in the crib and they're being diagnosed as hyper, and they're being given these drugs, these stimulants, these brain altering chemicals. And so I'm really glad to see New Mexico did this because I've seen a lot of that in my own practice. In fact, that was one of the big hot buttons that I had when I was on the seminar circuit back in the 90s is when I talk about ADD and ADHD because we have a program called Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. 
It's on the bodybyted.com website. It's still available. We only have about a dozen of them left. Bodybyted.com website. Because they're on CD, everybody likes the MP3 now, and it had a whole report. It has reports in there on how to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, blood sugar levels, and and a whole report in there on ADD and ADHD and natural treatment protocols for all of these different types of conditions. As far as looking from a healthy lifestyle standpoint, and one of the biggest things that we always had the huge response with back in the 90s and in the 80s, and we'd talk about the forced drugging of the children in the school systems with the use with the use of Adderall or Ritalin. And what was crazy is that we found that in some classrooms there were more children taking the drug Ritalin than there were classes not kids not taking Ritalin. And the problem with Ritalin and the Adderall, these are Schedule II drugs in the same category with morphine, opium, Percodan, and Demerol. I mean, and the sad part about this is, Doug, I'm not saying that in every single case this child doesn't need a drug. Okay, because sometimes these kids are just destructive, and they're breaking stuff and trying to burn the school down and everything else, and they've they got to calm them down. But the problem is it shouldn't be the first treatment protocol. And I'd always tell the parents, I'd say, look, this, this Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program has a complete protocol to follow with these kids with ADD that allows you to basically – could try to control all of this through dietary change first, and it gives you a complete list of supplements that we found worked really well. We had, a, I think, it was like an 88% success rate in working with ADD and ADH kids. But now it's not even the ADD as much anymore as it is the autism. The autism has gone off the charts, and that's of course going to. That was planned. They've done that on purpose. They knew the immunization schedule would do this, and they knew the increase of nagalase would do this. And we talked about that last summer on that show that has millions of views now. And the cra- craziest thing about this is they knew all of this. Was going to happen. It's all part of the eugenics protocol, and if it sounds like the Nazis, well, it is. That's that's basically where all the stuff came from, but the Nazis, remember, we talked about this one time on a show with you, the Nazis learned all the stuff from us from the 1800s, and so it was kind of crazy. Now, here's the next story that I have a hard time talking about. I'm only going to briefly mention it, because I really don't want to talk about this very much. It is so awful for me to talk about this. Uh, this is for the uh, National Health Institute or the NH- NHS to support women carrying. This is in, uh, this is in England. It's to support women to carry babies to full term, even though they want to abort the baby, because they want to use the baby's organs for transplants. And so they're going to do a partial birth abortion, induce a coma in this child, uh, make it brain dead, and then take it into the other room and take the organs out of it and sell them. I know. I don't even know what to say. The National Health Service. I know. I know. The publicly funded healthcare system in the UK is proposing that women be supported to carry the child to term, for the sole purpose of harvesting the baby's organs. There is currently a shortage of donated organs, according to the Express. The mother could choose not to have the child's organs removed by choosing abortion instead. If test during pregnancy determines the baby may have a birth defect. In some cases, if the mother has agreed to donation, a brain-dead baby could be kept alive so the organs are fresh when doctors remove them. Uh, The idea was unveiled at a medical conference at the British Transplantation Society in Glasgow, Scotland, according to the Daily Mirror. An NHS representative talked to Mail Online and promised women would not be pressured to do this. There's a market for baby body parts. Last year in the U.S., it was revealed through a series of undercover videos that Planned Parenthood sold the organs from aborted children. I have a, I have such a problem to me. This is so horrible to talk about. Uh, unless you have another comment about this, Doug, I'm going to move on. You know, yeah. I, I, I've got a lot of comments about it, but none I could really say over the air. What, 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 you, you, no, go on. 
Well, yeah, because I mean, Joe, do you have anything you want to say about that? I mean, I, I mean, it's just to me, it's just so it's so egregious. I, I mean, I don't even I don't even know what to say. They want they want the lady to carry the baby to term, so then they can abort it and cause it to be brain dead when they abort it. I guess they would just probably cut a spinal cord or whatever, uh, keep it alive, and so they can keep fresh organs coming out of it. it I, I mean, it's just horrific. G- give me names, Ted. G- give us names. Who in the hell's behind this crap? Sure. This is the. Um, this is. I mean, I, I want. I want people's names. We should put out there with their faces and their home addresses. This is what we should. They're do. all. They're not doing that. They're only giving the spokesperson stuff. <laughs> this is the idea yeah, was unveiled think? in a medical conference at the British Transplantation Society in Glasgow, Con- in Scotland, according to the Daily Mirror, and National National Health Service representative. Okay, I guess they're not telling who they're going to be. And, uh, and the, the, the doctors wish to harvest the organs about 100 babies a year uh, from 11 in the past two years. I mean, yeah, this is just so absolutely nightmare. They, they, need to be, they need to be arrested. They need to be charged with crimes against humanity. And they need, need to be hung. Those are my words, my sentiments, yeah. not Ted Brown's. No, but, but, but you got to understand something. When a medical professional has been trained that, you know, we're not human beings, we're just animals, we're goyim, okay, we're just, there's nothing to us, we're just specks of tissue that grow into this parasitic organism they call humans, and they really feel this way, and these abortion clinic doctors have to feel that way, Doug, or they couldn't do what they do, you know, and so what ends up happening is they don't think anything about aborting a three-month-old, a six-month-old, or a term baby through partial birth abortion. And, of course, this is what they do. And, I mean, I'm not going to talk about how they do partial birth abortion, but they're not even talking about doing the abortions. They're talking about just basically causing it to be brain dead when it comes out, being kept alive so they can have fresh organs. Yeah, let's change the topic. Uh, this is another study. Long-term uses of Xanax, Valium, and other psychoactives can actually lead to cancer. Uh, this is crazy. This is, yeah. This, yeah, I'm sure you guys have already talked about this one. These are benzodiazepines. This is Xanax and, and clonopin. And Valium, and apparently it massively increases the risks of cancer. 21% specifically with brain cancer. No, it's with brain cancer, 98%. Covoral cancer rate up not 21%. Colorectal up 25%. Lung up 10%. Esophageal cancer is 59%. I mean, and unbelievable. Ted, while we're on this topic, and I don't want to take you off the, the main topic of these uh, class of drugs causing cancer, I also saw a few articles where it talked about white bread and bagels increasing the risk of lung cancer by 49%. Yeah, we're going to cover um, that one. We're going to cover okay. that one in a few minutes. Yeah, but you know, see, the, the problem with all of this stuff, what happens, and I'll stop off that topic real quick and pull over to yours. The problem with the, with the white bread is the glyphosate. The glyphosate has been shown to cause cancer, like a dozen different types of cancers throughout the body. And the glyphosate destroys the intestinal tract, and when it does that, it prevents the absorption of certain nutrients through the intestinal tract. And when that happens, you start to have a deterioration of the body because you're no longer picking up the antioxidants, the A, D, E, and K, and selenium. And so you don't have sufficient quantities of these nutrients going in, including magnesium, which is very difficult to digest anyhow from your diet, diet because it's so heavy. We'll talk about magnesium in just a few moments. But this is what happens. So you have all of these deficiencies developed. So you have these deficiencies develop in your diet because your intestinal tract has been compromised. And, when, and plus you're being poisoned by the glyphosate. So your body ends up coming down with all of these cancers. Remember a couple months ago when I was on your show, I read the entire study that had been released through the Freedom of Information Act, giving you like 15 different types of cancers that are being caused by glyphosate that was shown in their own research back in the 70s. And then they sealed that research, and they had through the Freedom of Information Act, they had to re- re- you know, release it. You see, this is the kind of stuff that they're doing to us from a... Uh, 
from a health standpoint throughout the entire planet. This is what they're doing to us. They're poisoning the planet with, they're trying to kill us because, you know, the Goyim have basically, uh, taken, we have, we're having too many children. I mean, it's ridiculous what they're doing. And remember, all they see us as, as a source of profit for themselves because they consider us to be subhumans. They consider their DNA to be different than ours, a lot of these guys do. And so it's just crazy how they do it and, and what they do to us on an ongoing basis through the poisoning with the glyphosate. We'll talk about it more in a minute. Uh, here's another interesting article. Water drinking leads to healthier food choices. I mean, we've been talking about that for years. But remember, water is super important that you ingest at least half your body weight in fluid ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water a day. But make sure it doesn't have any fluorine or chlorine in it. That's super important. And make sure that you don't allow this poison from the fluorine and chlorine to get at your body because it affects your thyroid gland. So water can be very, very, very toxic if you're not careful with it, especially city municipally teetered water. They can actually, I know a few years ago I read a study that said there were like 50 known carcinogens in the Miami water supply down in, in here in Florida. So always make sure you use a distillation system. You know, we have those available at healthmasters.com. And make sure if you don't get the distiller from us, which thank you if you do, uh, make sure that you get one that has a stainless steel condensing coil in it with volatile gas vents. And, uh, and all of our distillers have a 100-day money-back guarantee. If you buy this distillation system from us and you don't like it, send it back. You have three months to try it. And I guarantee you, use that distiller for three months. And Doug, you've got one. You'll never send oh, it back because they're, no. they're phenomenal. And, so, and also, I just want to say this to people out there who think, well, in the, you know, yeah, any distiller. No, 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 no. Uh, go to healthmasters.com. Only because um, we had, well, we actually, this is probably our third, maybe, distiller. Um, we we had well water, uh, which was treated. Even though it was treated, it was still well water. And, and this is this is a while back now. Um I went through two two distillers pretty quickly. This one, however, is really I mean the far and above the best I, I've ever seen. And to think that 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 mineral uh, the hardness goes through your you know vein or yeah veins and arteries. My goodness. So well, no, I've got a video posted on our website, and you can go to it. It's like a twenty second video. It takes you twenty seconds to watch it. And I actually open up my distiller and I, I'm looking at it inside of the boil tank, and I hadn't cleaned it for about four months. And I pick up all this calcium carbonate, and I show you how brittle it is. I crack it right on the dog on screen so you can hear it. And that's the stuff that builds up inside of your arteries. That's why they call it hardening of the arteries. And that's why you should never drink mineralized water. I have a friend of mine who's a top show host, a talk show host right now in America, and he's got really bad heel spurs. And he was drinking heavy, heavy mineralized water all the time. Now he's got these horrible heel spurs. And the sad part about it is it doesn't have to be that way. That excessive calcium carbonate that builds up in your top body and in your soft tissues and in your heels and in your shoulders, it's awful for you. And it's very difficult to get back out. And the only way you can do that is you got to, that I know of, is you got to follow the magnesium protocol that we have on the website, which has the magnesium deodorants, the magnesium sports oils, the magnesium salts. And what you do, you have to soak your feet like every day for like an hour and then what it does it slowly absorbs the magnesium transdermally into your feet and helps to dissolve those bone spurs and I'll talk to him next week I'll let you guys know next time I'm on the air with you guys how his feet are doing uh, 10 evidence okay. evidence based magnesium I know we're about to go to break aren't we in a second yeah we are we are, we are. let me ask this 
uh, arthritic hands as my wife has, and we've talked about this before. Still soak your feet, not your hands, right? I mean, uh, oh, yeah, when, you, when you soak your hands, it won't hurt your bed. Sharon soaks okay. her hands all the time. You can also use this bath salt in the bathtub, and right. you can actually soak in that. And then what you can do is you can get one of those redneck bathtub heaters. They're called yep. a pot heater. That's what they're called. They call it the redneck hot tub and you can put it in the bathtub and you can reheat the water three or four I, times so you don't have to pour the bath salts Ted, out so you can use them uh, over again. I, I gotta tell you I tried that with a toaster when my wife was taking a <laughs> bath and, and and she she complained like you couldn't believe. I, I plugged the toaster in, I was gonna heat up her water for her and boy, you know, did she ever um it was an ugly incident, Ted. I'm sorry, man. Folks, we'll be right back on this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report with Dr. Ted Brewer. He'll be with us for the rest of the show. Stay with us. His website, healthmasters.com, his book, Breakthrough Health, and his show right here on Global Star Radio Network each weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, as well as Sundays, 7 to 8 p.m. Stay with us with Ted Brewer. This is the Global Star Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to hour number two of this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're joined live by Dr. Ted Breuer of HealthMasters.com. We're going to get back to him in just a second. I just want to make a quick announcement. I don't know how many people heard uh, the interview I did on Dave Hodges. I did. I did. Now, folks, listen to this carefully. I I have to jump in here. I I really want you to listen to this because some people say, we we are just nothing but uh, disinformation agents or we don't have our our crap together or we, we don't know what we're talking about. Now, listen to what my son Joe said during the Dave Hodges interview. Go ahead and play that tape, Eric. Oh, oh I'm sorry. We didn't give it. We didn't cue it up. No, I didn't I'm, even realize fine. today no, was the no, 11th. But no, go on. I read a, uh obscure internet forum and uh, some some allegations of potential threats at Donald Trump in an assassination attempt at this Chicago rally, which happens to be today, March 11th. And I stated that in the first 15 minutes of the interview with Dave Hodges. Well, now, if you go to the front of Drudge, you can see uh, Trump cancels Chicago rally with security concern. Protesters swarm the streets. And um, this looks like, uh, you know, we talked about the other day how these uh, what was it, vampires at Jekyll Island plotting against Trump and, and looking how they can... Ex- uh, exploit the population and, and these other organizations like Black Lives Matter, kind of the Van Jones and Solowinsky strategies uh, of disruption. And, um, you know, here we are on March 11th, and and Trump probably being smart uh, canceled this speech because of the amount, I mean, the streets are filled with thousands of protesters, and I don't know where the order came from or, you know, who decided to cancel this, but it was probably a good idea that they did uh, as you know, as I said, the intelligence we were getting was there w- would be some kind of um, assassination attempt or a security concern at the very least. Thank you. Thank you. Joe, thank you. And then, folks, I don't know, again, uh, Dave Hodges' program on Sunday, that's exactly what, and I, I was listening. 
I was listening to that program, and that's exactly what he said. And and I and I asked him. I, I and in fact I told him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I sent. I think I sent you a, a, I an I email had it on my phone. Right? You said, well, "What's up with the?" I, the well, thing I was yeah. concerned about is what you said about the eleventh uh, about Trump. He was yeah yeah. So the bottom line is this: um, there we do the research, give you the give you the information, and you take it, and and there you have it in real time. Now I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that it t- does take a lot of time to do the research. No, and, who, and uh, where that came from? They they knew what they were. Uh, if somebody let it let it out earlier, because uh, this obviously was planned well before uh, March 6th on my appearance on Dave Hodges. So, and, and this, by the way, is a purple stick. Um, I'm drinking a purple stick for those watching on YouTube. Bottoms up. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get back to Ted Brewer, Dr. Ted Brewer. Uh, we're in hour number two. Welcome back. Well, you know, it's funny you said that, Doug, because I had a purple stick tonight at 6 o'clock. I don't like taking them at night, but I like doing them for your show because, you know, I like having, a, I like being edgy with you guys because you're pretty much uh, on top of your game all the time, and I can't be sitting here not, you know, not staying, not, not being even with you there a little bit. So then what I did do tonight, though, I had Sharon just bring me another shot of protein. We have a chocolate protein powder, which is phenomenal. And what the protein does, it keeps that blood sugar stabilized. So I took the purple stick at 6 o'clock. Then at 7 o'clock, I took a shot of protein, or 6.30, and then I had to bring me another one at 8. And so I'm, I'm feeling really good tonight. So there you go. So let's go ahead and go back to this nutrition information that we had covered for tonight. i got a bunch more of it to cover still. Uh, magnesium. I'm going to talk about some more about magnesium. It's involved in hundreds of biochemical reactions in your body. It helps convert food into energy. It helps create new proteins from amino acids. It also increases your exercise performance, and it also helps to fight depression. Plus, one of the other top researchers says that it's one of the best and most effective things you can do for type 2 diabetes, and it can lower blood pressure, and it can also get rid of inflammation in the body. And one other researcher says it's one of the most important things that you need in your body to fight cancer and to prevent cancer. In addition to that, it also increases serotonin levels in the brain. It helps to regulate the appetite, influences the sleep cycle, and it actually can increase serotonin levels in the brain, helping you to maintain your weight better. And also, it helps people who have, mag- who have, who have migraine sufferers. About half the people who have problems with migraine headaches, it's because their magnesium, according to this research, is really, really low. Now, here's the ketchup that I told you guys about an hour or so ago about how you don't be doing the ketchup thing. It is Heinz ketchup. It contains uh, tomato concentrate, distilled vinegar, high fructose corn syrup, and corn syrup, and onion powder, salt, spice, and natural flavors, which may include monosodium and glutamate. If the concentrations are low enough, they don't have to list it on the label. But you need to be aware of the fact that the second ingredient, vinegar, also comes from genetically modified corn. Hence, we have three corn-based ingredients already in our ketchup. Plus, the salt in this ketchup is the cheapest one possible. It's been linked to mineral imbalances, toxicity, and high blood pressure. So, guys, if you're going to get ketchup, you can make your own, or you can simply go to the health food store and you can buy some that's been sweetened with, uh, you know, with stevia or with even just regular sugar. But stay away from the stuff with the high fructose corn syrup. Uh, next study, we're going to we're talk about these. I got about four studies I want to talk about real quick with for men infertility and also impotency and what you can do for all of that the, they found it, and this and this is funny because Doug this is exactly what I've been telling people for 35 years and now all of the research is starting to find out that sperm quality in men has gone down by almost 90% in the last 50 60 years as far as fertility rates in men as far as them being able to produce proper sperm to have children and they found the same thing I have been saying for the past 30 years that vitamin E zinc 
and activated folate is what ha allows the sperm to stay healthy and your body has to have sufficient quantities of that and on top of that they're saying that cell phones and vaccines because of the aluminum in the vaccine are causing sp killing sperm GMO and soy and phthalates, which is the plastics like the BPA, and sodium fluoride in the drinking water is doing the same thing. Remember, we always talk about how fluoride decreases fertility. Let me read you this article real quick. This is by, uh, by Torres. High doses of fluoride have repeatedly been found to interfere with the reproductive system of animals. Commonly observed side effects in fluoride-exposed animals include oxidative stress, damaged sperm, reduced sperm count, and reduced fertility, according to authors of a recent study in the Journal of Reproductive Toxicology. So we always tell people that you need to avoid this, and then the aluminum in the shots have been shown to be extremely toxic to sperm, and it can actually accumulate inside individual sperm cells and cause them to die. So all of this stuff is being done by the globalist guys to reduce the fertility of the planet, reduce the fertility of the people in the United States. And we need to understand that if we continue to allow them to do this to us, it's going to, it's going to continue to do this. And we're going to have more and more problems with fertility. And some studies that are being done now, up to 20% of the families and the, and the folks are trying to have children can't get pregnant. And, you know, and a lot of that's because of the Gardasil shots. Because remember, the Gardasil shots have been shown to put a lot of the girls in what's called premature menopause. In fact, what will happen, they'll get a Gardasil shot, which is supposed to prevent the human Papillonian virus, when they're 8, 10, 12 years old. And then by the time they're 20, 21 years old, they're already in menopause, Doug. Their, their ovaries are already shutting down so they can't have children. And so we're going to see a much, much higher incidence of people and women and men who cannot have children in the United States because of what they're doing and how they're poisoning us. Is, is this crazy or what they're doing this to us? Uh, yeah, menopause of 22. I mean, yeah, destruction of sperm. But see, all of this is eugenics. I mean, that's right. you've got it right. I mean, and see, folks, connect the dots. I mean, that's all we got to do is just connect the dots. Um, and, and many, okay, let me ask this real quick and toss this back to you. Convince the average person out there this is not due to benign attempts to, to we'll say, increase our, the, the, um, uh, the quality of our lives, uh, convince it, it's, it convince people it's not because of incompetence, but this is a, this is a, a you know, indeed a, a deliberate attempt at genocide. Well, no, the, the, we, we know that, the, we know the eugenics was started back by Darwin, that's the one who promoted a lot of this stuff back in the 1800s. All that was pushed through the Rothschild banking cartel through the publication of all their journals they were sending out. The, the Rothschilds basically and then Darwin started, you know, when he wrote, you know, The Origin of Man and some of the other things that he had written, uh, you know, they, people started thinking that we had to get rid of the weaker people and we had to have the stronger people. In other words, I, they figure if you're not smart enough to eat organic and you're not smart enough not to take immunizations that you don't have a right to reproduce. I mean, this is what it all boils down to. And they were actually sterilizing people in California in the early 1900s, and Hitler copied our eugenics protocols that we were using in the United States. And we talked about this in detail on one of your other shows, Doug. And then what happened is Hitler brought this into his organization, in the Nazis, and he decided he wanted to get rid of the inferior people, and he wanted to create a Meistermensch or a master race. And that's what his whole goal was, to breed the Aryans with the Aryans and to have these super smart, super intelligent genetics in Germany and to have a master race. 
And what ended up happening is he convinced the German people, some of the German people, not all of the German people, that certain people like the gypsies or the Jews or the people who were Christians who didn't believe in Hitler, that they were genetically inferior. And they basically weren't allowed to reproduce. A lot of them were sterilized, and a lot of them were sent to concentration camps. Then in the concentration camps, they found out they were still getting pregnant because they were still sneaking around having sex. And so they started separating them. And then what they started doing is introducing fluoride into the water supply in high concentrations, which would cause the impair, the, it would impair fertility, which is the same thing they started doing in 1946 after the, the fluoride was found. The research was done at Dachau, primarily Dachau. And then when they went into the concentration camps in 45 and freed the inmates, remember there were like 4.5 million prisoners in the concentration camps that were still alive at the end of the war. Now they had been starved down because they couldn't get fed because the Allies had bombed the, the railroads, the bridges, and all the other things and the highways. The German people were starving and the people in the concentration camps were starving. But these concentration camps, a lot of these guys, a lot of this was slave labor camps. That's why if you went to Dachau, it had a big sign out in front and it said, Arbeit macht frei, which means that work will make you free. And so they were slave labor camps and they were making these people believe if they worked really hard to be let out of the slave labor facility, which wasn't true. But if Hitler's whole purpose of eugenics was to kill all of those people that were slave laborers for him, he could have shut the water off to these concentration camps a week before Germany surrendered. Now, you walk with me through this for a second, Doug, because it's going to sound really weird because the way I have to say this. If his whole purpose was to have killed all of these people, then what would have happened? He could have turned the water off and they would have all died within a couple of days. He did not do that. The problem is he didn't have the money to feed them or the resources to feed them because of what we've already stated. But these were slave laborers, the 4.5 million still alive in concentration camps, and Hollywood, who likes to push this entire Nazi eugenics protocol and try to kill everybody, doesn't want to talk about this. And because the reality is there were millions and millions of them still alive in the concentration camps, and that's what got that's what got Harry Truman so angry, and he allowed millions of Germans to starve to death after the war. My mom was there, and, and quite quite frankly, I asked my mom about this stuff because I was you know because I I had believed all of the stuff that I had read about all the concentration camps and the eugenics and all the other stuff they were doing. And uh, I asked my mom one time, I said, "Why did you guys do that?" And she goes, "Why did we do that?" She goes, "We didn't know anything about that, Ted." We were completely clueless. We found out about the concentration camps at the end of the war. We found out that when you guys found out. She goes, we didn't know this was even going on. We thought the Jews and the people that weren't Nazis, the Christians that had been taken away, we thought they had just been relocated to another country. We had no idea that the, these these guys had gone nuts and started doing all this crazy stuff. And we weren't even we didn't even know they were being used for slave labor. So, you know, there are a lot of things that you guys were taught about what happened in Germany weren't what wasn't true. Now were millions of people killed in these concentration camps? Absolutely yes. I'm not even trying to deny any of that. Uh, were these German eugenicists doing all of this? Yes. But it was primarily the infirmed and the people that couldn't work. And did they do a lot of experimentation? Absolutely yes. That's where the MK Ultra program in the United States came from. But think about this though. They carried on their experiments, Doug, with with American citizens after the war when they were brought into the United States through the MK Mind Ultra program. And this is where they got all these techniques like the subliminal messaging they were putting in the Star Spangled Banner before the doggone TVs went off at night. And all of this stuff now has become more and more and more advanced. And, you know, it all started with Edward Bernays as far as his, with all of his advertising and marketing that he did. And, in fact, that was one of the big heroes of Goebel. Joseph Goebel was Edward Bernays, who was the, 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 who was the founder of the, the, the father of advertising and marketing in the United States. And they said you have to repeat the lie over and over and over and over enough, and you have to use symbology because the symbols, see, when you see a photograph, 
and you look at it when you look at it in your mind, it burns into your right brain and your brain never forgets it. That, that symbol is permanently imprinted in your brain. And so you never forget the symbol. So when you see a logo from a major corporation like Apple with the bite out of the apple, that burns in. Every time you see it, you think Apple, Apple, Apple. That gets burned into your subconscious or unconscious mind. And what ends up happening is it programs you and you can never release the, the symbology. That's what they do when they do the halftime presentations at the Super Bowls. That's when they do when they do subliminal advertising. It's all about the symbology and telling you to obey, to consume, to buy. And you guys need to look up that thing on the video about the Star Spangled Banner and the symbols that are being used in it with the subliminal advertising and watch that yourself. You can just look, Google it online and find it. But the crazy thing is this is what they've done. And so, yes, this whole thing is being done on purpose to reduce the fertility of the people in the United States because they don't want us reproducing. That's one of the reasons they've opened the borders up to bring these other people in. They don't want white Americans to reproduce. They don't want that. We're like 5% of the Earth's population now. They want to get rid of us. Uh, I guess they decided they don't want us anymore, so we have to get rid of us. And I've said this on your show before, and I'm going to say it again. If I was a black person and I was from Africa, I'd be extremely proud I was black. If I was Chinese, I'd be extremely proud I was Chinese. If I was an American Indian, I'd be extremely proud I was an American Indian. I'm from a white heritage. I'm proud I'm a white person. I mean, so if there's something wrong with that... It's because you've been programmed to think there's something wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being white or black or an Indian or Jewish or anything. All of, everybody has a special, unique place in God's great scheme of things. The problem is they want to destroy everybody's individuality and individual nationality, and they want to bring us into this giant melting pot so we'll no longer have allegiance and no, and no longer be national. See, and, that, and see, that's what Donald Trump's doing. He wants to bring, he's, he's, a, he's a nationalist. He wants to bring the United States back to power again. He wants to close the borders. He wants to make the United States a great superpower again and not allow all of these terrorists and all these other people into our country. That's why they're so, they're so afraid of him. See, so to me, I tell you what, guys, Somebody said to me the other day, they said, well, who are you going to vote for? I said, well, who do you think we should vote for? We got Bubble Boy Rubio, who was arrested outside of the bathrooms out there in Miami when he was in school. Uh, he's in you know, Alex Jones report on his show that he was a known homosexual, extroverted homosexual in college. Uh, we know that we know that's probably legitimate. I wasn't with him when he was doing all those things, but a lot of people have said that. We got Ted Cruz, who can't stop lying. We got Hillary Clinton who can't stop lying and, and just she's, she's a complete and total globalist. So we have like one person to choose, and that's it. If we're going to make a difference in the United States, because if Hillary Clinton becomes president, Doug and Joe, I think it's over with for the United States. I think we might as well all move to New Zealand or something. I think it's going to be that bad because she'll take away our gun rights if she gets a chance to through executive fiat and may even bring us into a, into a war. But that's a wicked woman. Did you know that her husband came out last week? And I'm going to talk about this right now since I'm talking about Hillary. He says she talks to, she talks to Eleanor Roosevelt. He, she talks to dead people. She actually, and, and you know, when I had Doc Marquis on my show a few months ago, he told me that, that she is a witch, like a fourth degree witch, whatever that means. And that she goes out like, to California every once a month. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and folks, you don't have to believe me. I've got this on firsthand information. She goes out to California at least once a month and engages in actual witchcraft ceremonies. That's Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton. And, um, that, well, I'll just say allegedly, perhaps. Uh, but that's the information I got. So, anyway, but Bill Clinton right. has come out and publicly said, though, she talks to dead people. Of course, he says she talks. He did. I and see that, dead that, yeah, no, that's right. And, and he said that last speech he gave. He said uh, he said I'll pull. Uh, hang on a second, I'll pull it up. 
if this is that big of a deal, I want to just, I'll, I'll just jump off the nutrition stuff for a second since we're all over the place tonight anyhow. And we'll, and I, we'll I love it when it. you go all over the place. I really do. This is, see, this is the stuff, folks, that, uh, you can watch, what, ten, uh, you can watch two, 10 hours of, of network television documentaries and in 10 minutes, Ted Brower gives you the world. Okay, go on, sir. It's so funny. Yeah, because of what we do on Global Star, the other day I was joking on the air and I said, you know, because we don't take a bunch of commercial breaks, you know, one hour on your show or one hour on my show is the equivalent of two hours on uh, on GCN. Because GCN, like every six or seven or three minutes sometimes, they have commercials. And yeah. so it's absolutely ridiculous trying to listen to these shows. And then a lot of the guys who are you know really good, they're constantly running infomercials. They're talking about their products all the time, push, 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 push. And I don't do all that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to... To do all of this crazy stuff because I'm you, not going to do it. I, and I want to. I just want to say this, okay, to, to to the people out there. I want to thank each and every one of you who has helped and supported us because that allows us to do what we're doing. And I was talking to Steve Quill this morning, and uh, you know, I, I just thank you for supporting us. Thank you for for supporting Ted through purchasing of his products. Thank you for doing that because that keeps us on the air. And, and you know, it, 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 thank you, just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And I mean that so so uh, so deeply. And um, I, I I got a note from someone who said, you know, I feel kind of neglected. Uh, I, I sent I sent some money to you and uh, didn't get a, any re- any reply. And, and I really felt like crap. And I'm sorry, because I looked and I thought, you know, because, I, we, Ted, you know how screwed up I am with my emails, right? Okay, I mean, seriously. <laughs> you use it to 12000 a month. <laughs> there is absolutely no excuse for that. And I just want to publicly apologize to anyone that I have slighted uh, through through non-response. But, but anyway, thank you very much for your support. And, uh, Ted, that's all. I just want to take that moment. And thank you, Ted, for your support. Because, you see, every ladies and gentlemen, Ted Brower has helped me personally. He has helped our show, and he he'll never tell you, "Hey, look, this is what I've done for for the Hagmans." And he's helped other people. I've I've personally know that people have gone to him and said, "Look, I don't have money to. I don't have. I mean, I, I my budget. I'm on a fixed income, and I'm I'm sick." And Ted Brower and I don't mean to embarrass you, but, but I mean, I've seen him send supplements to people worth hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Now, now that's, that's, sometimes it's dangerous to say that, okay, because you get people saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, where's mine? Yeah, but no, I mean, but just, that's the kind of guy Dr. Brewer is. And I just want, want people to understand that. And, uh, that's all I want to say. I just want people to understand who you are, the character and integrity of, of the man on our program. And I'm not joking around. There's, there's, you know, no. This is just, uh, now I want to publicly thank you for being who you are and having the integrity and character you have. And if that pisses anyone off out there, then so be it. Okay? <laughs> well, I, I'm just real transparent. I really am. I mean, you know, uh, last year I, you know, I had used the term chakra, and I apologized for it, and I got slammed online because of it, and I didn't say anything back because the Bible said it's better just to ignore an insult than to get all caught up in the flesh about it, and you know, and the sad part about it is, is that you know, you know, I'm not perfect, and I'm going to make mistakes, and I'm going to say things I shouldn't say, and I, I apologize for using the term that I used correctly, but it had multiple meanings, and I wasn't aware of it when I used it. And so, again, you know, I've asked you guys to forgive me. I'm doing that again. This is like four or five months ago, and it's old news now. But the point is, 
I don't want to be the person that you think that I think I know everything because I don't. You know, now don't get me wrong. I've read a lot of books. I've got a lot of degrees. I was in college for a long time. I was a college professor for years. And when it comes to these different types of topics that I've read so many books on and materials on, uh, I know a lot about it. And so I can really help a lot of people. So, Doug, it was easy to help you with your blood sugar because it was just something that I've done for so many people before. But I was able to call it the Hagman Blood Sugar Protocol because at least people would recognize it when they went to the website or the Dave Hodges Healthy Joint Protocol. See, the whole thing about it is if you eat the right foods and take the right supplements, you stay pretty healthy. It's just not that complicated. And we don't try to make it complicated, but the thing about it is you got to eat right. But I want to read you this. This is on Clinton right now. Did the U.S. Secretary of State Clinton communicate with the dead spirit of former Eleanor Roosevelt just this week? If you believe her husband, Bill Clinton, the answer would be yes. On Wednesday, Mr. Clinton appeared. By the way, he's not helping Hillary by talking about this. On Wednesday, Mr. Clinton appeared in the New York City at a dedication ceremony for the Franklin D. Roosevelt Four Freedoms Park. In his remarks, the former president said his wife was known to talk to Eleanor Roosevelt, who died in November of 62, and that Roosevelt had given Hillary a message for him this week. <laughs> this just gets weird, guys. A special thanks to the member of the Roosevelt family who are here, Mr. Clinton said, and the one who's not Eleanor, who made sure this was going to happen. I know that because all of you famously learned when I served as president, my wife, now Secretary of State, was known to commune with Eleanor on a regular basis. And she called me last night on her way home from Peru to remind me of that, that Eleanor had spoken to her, reminded her of what I should say. I mean, this is from Bill Clinton's own mouth, guys. This is nuts. I mean, this lady is communing with the dead, which is something that happens as far as the Bible says happens. And it is forbidden by the Bible. The Bible has plenty to say about communicating with the dead, dabbling with mediums, psychics, fortune tellers, witchcraft, astrology, and characters such as the devil and his wicked demons. And you can look it up in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So it's just absolutely amazing. In fact, even author Bob Woodward claimed in his 1996 book, The Choice, that Hillary engaged in conversations with Mrs. Roosevelt as well as Mahat Gandhi. Okay? <laughs> Yep, I mean, I mean, this is, you know, you can't make this stuff up, Doug. And, you know, and so the crazy thing about it is, is the people who like her don't care because a lot of them are witches. I told you a few years ago when I was poisoned by that, you know, what I believe was poisoned by that witch, uh, that, you know, that, that, you know, that these people are real and they actually do these things and they conduct these ceremonies and these seances. I mean, look what happened to Ted Gunderson when he went into those underground sacrificial chambers out of L.A., and if Hillary's going out there, you know, one of the most wicked places to live is L.A. County. It really is. And so, you know, a lot of crazy stuff happens over there, guys. And so, I mean, we can't allow – and see, see, the thing about it is, here's the thing with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not going to back down off Hillary Clinton because everybody who doesn't like Hillary Clinton hates Hillary Clinton already. And what she's done in Benghazi and everything else should completely disallow her. But remember, you know, there's a, the, the attorney general has already said that she does not have to bring charges against Hillary. I mean, this is just crazy. I mean, for what she's done. But let's right. let's go back to the nutrition stuff, and we'll we'll talk about some more of this stuff in a second about the election. Uh, could eating the right fat save a million lives per year? And let me share something with you real quick. This is so important. Saturated fats are not to blame for heart disease. Now, trans fats, you know, like margarine, they can be blamed on heart disease, but not the saturated fats like you'd get from beef or eggs or butter or whole fat milk that was basically raw. 
I mean, there are all kinds of studies which prove that. The Oslo study in 1968 was a study of 412 men found that eating a low diet, a diet low in saturated fats, had no influence rates on sudden death or heart attacks. The L.A. Veterans Study was a study of 850 men that lasted for six years and widely used to support the diet heart hypothesis said that no significant difference was found in heart attacks or cardiac events for people that were eating high-fat diets. Uh, the Minnesota Coronary Surgery Survey in 1968 went on for, 19, for 20 years, found through the National Institutes of Health that there was no additional deaths from eating high-fat diets. The Finnish Medical Mental Hospital Study said no significant reduction was seen among women who were eating low-fat diets. This goes on and on and on. You have to have fat in your diet. You absolutely have to have good fats, omega-3 fats. I always tell people to use cod liver oil in their diet every single day. I personally take, and we talked about this when I was talking about the Morgellons disease and the immune system boost, which is also on the front of the website at healthmasters.com, on what you have to do to keep your immune system strong. And one of those is to take black seed, B-L-A-C-K, black seed oil every single night. I take an ounce of it every night. Now, it tastes wicked bad. I'm not going to try to tell you that it doesn't because it's horrible. Uh, but the truth of the matter is I take it every single night, but I mix it with pomegranate juice. And the pomegranate, pure pomegranate juice will cut it so you don't really, it really doesn't taste bad. But don't take it without the pomegranate juice. It can gag. It's really, really that bad. That's one of the best things for yeast and fungal problems. And since we talked about the Morgellons being a cross-domain species that had been linked, that basically was an insect combined with fungus and a plant. Uh, you, we did, you guys, if you haven't heard that show I did, it took me 40 hours of research to put that show. show together that I did back in December and the one I did in, about the blood of Christ and also about Morgellons disease and how they're tying us together into an AI supercomputer. I've got 40 pages of research here in front of me from that show still in front of me right now that I did. I don't want to try to cover all that material again because it's going to take too long because it took most of the three hours to do that, but please listen to that show. Uh, here's another interesting article. It says, Natural Approaches to Overcoming Dementia. And speedy, people need to realize, seen all dementias many, many times is misdiagnosed. A lot of it can be from environmental toxins, particularly heavy metals, not having enough social activity, not having enough exercise. There's all kinds of things that you can do. Weight management, memory skills, crossword puzzles. I've got a whole, show, a whole book I wrote. It's called Maximum Memory that you can still get. We have a few copies of that left at my website, and it's phenomenal. Some of the supplements you can take to increase your memory, overcome dementia. Again, magnesium, super important, especially the transdermal magnesium salts, activated B vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin E. Also, coconut oil has been shown to do really, really well with folks as far as memory. Again, another type of fat. So be very, very careful if you start getting diagnoses of having senile dementia or Alzheimer's disease in your family and try dietary approaches first and supplement approaches first and dietary changes first to make sure that it's just not a deficiency or a lifestyle choice. Here's another article. Uh, GlaxoSmithKline was fined nearly a half a billion dollars for criminal bribery of doctors and hospitals in China. <laughs> this is crazy. This is by uh, Devon, L.J. Devon. Uh, this China has just dished out the biggest fine in the history of their country and is being slapped down on one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in China. According to the Chinese news agency, uh, GlaxoSmithKline is guilty of bribing doctors and hospitals in order to have their products promoted, and China's not going to be putting up with it. They nailed them with a $490 million fine. So, you know, so if you think they're just doing it in the United States, guys, it's not just in the United States. It's also in China and all over the different countries in the world. Another article says one in seven colon cancer cases 
are now diagnosed of people under the age of 50. I want to stop for a second. I want to talk about why this is happening. Colon and rectal cancer has gone through the roof. One of the biggest problems we have with that is sodium nitrite in the luncheon meats, but also the glyphosate. And we talked about this earlier in depth as far as the lungs. It also affects the colons. Plus, you're putting a systemic poison through the entire intestinal tract, and it's causing a massive increase of colon and rectal cancer. But also, remember, you've got to keep your bowels moving. Uh, we've got a great product at the Health Masters. It's called uh, Atrialo, and it helps the bowels to stay loose. It helps keep, keep your body cleaned out because you don't want to have what's called a slow fecal transit time to allow foods to sit in there and start rotting on you for four or five days. You don't want to do that. Here's another article. Fast foods double the risk of lung cancer in non-smokers. Smoking is the major cause of lung cancer, but the standard Western diet is composed of foods that could double the risk of people who've never even smoked with lung cancer. And you see this now, Doug, that people are coming out with, down with lung cancer, and we talked about this earlier as far as the diet, who don't smoke, but the reality is they're breathing these chemtrails, they're breathing all of this junk, they're not getting the nutrients, they're not getting the nutrients absorbed through their intestinal tract, and we talked about that earlier in the show. After the Flint water crisis, 47% of Americans don't trust their water supplies, duh. Duh, duh, duh. Agricultural pesticides, chemicals, unbelievable stuff. Remember a few months ago we did a show and we found out that almost all the bottled water manufacturers, Doug, are putting fluoride in their water against our wishes. It doesn't even show on the labels they're putting fluoride in there and they're doing it. The U.S. federal government is on the verge of demanding mandatory mental health screenings for teenagers now to add more psychiatric drugs to their plate. Unreal. They want all these teenagers to go in now. They're trying to get it passed to have psychiatric screening done on them while they're 14, 15, 16 years old. And let me ask you guys a question. You know, being 14 years old or 15 years old or 16 years old as a teenager, unless you're the football captain or on the cheerleading squad or whatever, it's not a real pleasant experience for most kids, most kids in high school. And most kids in high school sometimes are going to be irritable or having a hard time adjusting with all of this. The sad part about it is, is now they want to put them on drugs, Doug. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What do you think about that? It's uh, something that, you know, the like you said earlier, you know, with the, the forced, uh, somebody with a psychological issue or any children with psychological issues are going to be forced to have to, uh, you know, be part of, you know, taking these uh, antipsychotic drugs. Uh, it, it's just sad that the parents are not informed or go that go along with it without asking questions and and it's really their fault uh, more than anything because you know they are the ones who are in charge and entrusted with protecting and caring for their children and, and we're going to get some emails from that joe I mean, it's their fault you know you i know we're going to email, get emails about your comment there but, okay. but too bad it, it, because we have to be you know ted we have to be be we have to learn to talk um we, we have to be more proactive, don't we? I mean, seriously, more knowledgeable well, I mean, and more well, proactive. Well think, well, well, think about it. I mean, you got kids, right? You know, my daughter, 14 years old, she started going sideways on me. We knew we couldn't take care of what she needed here at the house, and so we sent her to a place out in Montana where she's going to school now and basically having a blast, and now she wants to be a missionary in case anybody wants an update on her. And, you know, she was going through a really tough time. But I wasn't going to go put her to a psychiatrist or a doctor and have her get put on psychotropic drugs. Now, we found a place out in Montana that's relatively inexpensive that we are able to send her to. That's like a missionary kind of thing. That's kind of like a church-located place out there. And, and she's having a blast. I mean, she's having an absolute blast. She's on over a 1,000 acres of property. They're herding cattle, and she's got a whole homeschool group they're working with, and she's out there doing her school, and she's making straight A's. And she's doing absolutely wonderful. 
Now, the other option could have been, we'll take her to a shrink, put her on psychotropic drugs, mess up the rest of her life, affect brain development. I don't want to do all that. See, so he said, well, it must have been very difficult to send your daughter away and to do that. Actually, actually it was very difficult. I had a really hard time with it. And, uh, you know, we tried multiple different things. We even sent her to Europe. Some of our family is over there to try to see if she could just find a different culture that she would be able to adapt in more, more readily. And it just it didn't work well. And so she's found a place now, a niche that she absolutely loves in Montana, which, I mean, who's not going to like Montana anyhow? But the problem is, is that most parents are unwilling to do that. They don't want to try to find a solution that's not drug-oriented. Now, I'm not saying that in every single case you can do that or you have the ability to do that or whatever. But what I say is this. Sit down and talk to your kids. Find out what they need. Find out what they want. I mean, don't get caught up on the, you know, on the, on the, on the, I call it the idiot box of 4.5 hours of TV that people watch every day. But of course, if people are listening to your show every night, though, they're probably not even watching TV. So the truth is this. You know, if you just talk to your kids, especially the teenagers, remember, they're being bombarded. And back in the 70s, they started really, really doing this stuff with the women's liberation stuff and in the 60s. And then by the 80s, they were really starting to push these feminized men on us on TV. By the 90s, it started being this big, huge uh, group sex nonsense that was going on and swapping partners. And by the first part of the 10th, 20th century, they started doing this stuff with Ellen DeGeneres as far as now coming out of the closet. Now, this decade, they're dealing with Bruce Jenner being a you know a you know a pervert coming out as a transvestite or whatever he is, a tri bi gender or transgender, whatever he is. So these kids are having to deal with all of this stuff emotionally through their formative years. It makes it very, very difficult. And you've got to realize that when you allow children to have access to, to telephones, which my kids don't have any phones except for my seventeen year old boy who's in college, they don't have telephones, they don't have iPad access, they don't have access to all of this filth on the internet. You can't allow them to do that because it messes with them too much. They're having a very difficult time now. Women now grow Girls, young girls are having a very difficult time finding an alpha male. I mean, we've talked about that. I remember last on the last thing, show The Voice. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stop for a second and talk about this for a second. This is so important. That you, I'm glad I brought this up and you guys had a comment on this. Last, some, last, last fall on The Voice, they had a guy they nicknamed Elvis. This is when Christine Aguilera wasn't on there. And they were, and basically he was like Elvis, and he was just unbelievable. He was the best singer, the best dancer, real macho guy, loved the girls, super good looking. He didn't even get back to the finals. They put a gay guy and another guy like a transgender in there who won. Now, here's the thing. All that was another psychops that they were doing. We don't want the Elvis. We want the transgender. We want the gay guy because the gay guy and the transgender are more to what we need right now in our society. We don't want to have another Elvis come up and have all these young girls start loving this Elvis guy. Last night I was watching the show, or two nights ago, I can't remember. I watched it for like five minutes and I turned it off in total disgust. Some girl was talking that's Christine Aguilera, who's a complete and total just tramp as far as I'm concerned, and said to Christine Aguilera, and if you guys saw it, you'll know I'm telling you the truth. She said, you are so beautiful, you're so hot. And Christine Aguilera said, oh, well, you want to start making out right now. Lesbian sex right here on the show, right? The girl walks over and kisses her right on the mouth on live TV or tape TV. This is the agenda they're pushing. And then Christine Aguilera says, if you pick me and you're on my team, there'll be more of that. Guys, can you believe this? This is what our children are watching. This is what they're seeing. And they've gotten so confused and so upset. If we think it was difficult as children to go through junior high school, look what they did with Miley Cyrus. 
My 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 13 year old idolized Miley Cyrus when she was like four or five years old. Ran around the house with a blonde wig on, part of the MK Ultra mind control experimentation, I guess, with Miley Cyrus. And now she says she's pansexual, which means she'll have sex, I guess, with other animals and other species, I guess. And now she's running around these these concerts doing all this horrible stuff and all those young girls now are 13, 14 years old and they still want to go see Miley Cyrus sing. So they're reprogramming this entire generation of children to accept this perversion as being normal. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return, is what Jesus said. And remember, the Sabbatane, Francis, Kabbalist, Luciferians who are running the show as far as the banking system in the United States, we've talked about that in depth on the show, they want to turn everything upside down that God has made. What is going to be good is going to be bad, and the Word says that's going to happen. And see, the thing that people don't understand is that if we don't stand in the aggregate against what they're doing, and now I, I told Sharon, I said, praise God, praise God, this Savannah wasn't watching this lesbian sex last night on national TV. Didn't think anything about it, Doug. Went over and kissed her right on the mouth because she said, you want to start making out right now? Unbelievable. Can you believe that? You, you, you know, I, I can't. And, and we've gone from... A, think about this. I mean, think about the incrementalism. And I laugh at people who say, well, you know, the, uh, uh, the homosexual, really the sodomite, homosexual community all they want is equality my butt okay don't 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 insult me uh i mean if you've raised a teenager out there okay you're pretty much you pretty much know uh when you're being gamed you've got that experience it doesn't take a detective to know you just have to be a parent of a teenager and uh if you've done your job then you know when you're being game so we, we're being gamed on, on a wholesale level but think about this Ted. uh you know the, the, what uh 40 years ago 50 years ago maybe uh, perhaps you could not even television couldn't even show the uh, a toilet on television you couldn't no um or or or, or you know they had these separate beds twin beds in the bedroom and and then you know you watch uh, you, you go from there to shows like um, uh, what the heck was it Will and Grace okay where you you have openly homosexual characters just being openly homosexual and 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 we are told to celebrate this embrace this uh, where you know we're here we're we're queer get used to it or whatever it is or deal with it I, whatever they're saying is and then of course now you've got this. We'll have sex with the. Didn't De, Leonard DiCaprio? Didn't he have sex with a bear or something? I mean, wasn't or am I oh, thinking about it? Uh, I, I mean, never heard some kind of film. But, 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 but let, let me yeah. let me tell you let me tell you an no, interesting sorry. story. And, I, and I've told you this before on the air, and it's going to sound kind of weird because, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to qualify this statement before I make this statement. Okay, it, this is not this this global conspiracy is not the Jews. It's not the Muslims. It's not the Christians. It's the globalists who are primarily Satanists. It's, 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 it's the hierarchy of the Catholic Church that are primarily pedophiles and Satanists. It's the higher level degrees Masons, not the lower level of Masons. They don't know anything that was going on. It's the CIA. It's the Mossad. It's all of these groups that have, in the Rothschild banking cartel, it's, they've all worked together to conspire to put this thing together. Now, there's all kinds of things that are holding it together, but it's all the worship of Lucifer. And this is what the Bible says in the New Testament, that this is what's going to happen in the book of Revelation. And it also says it's the synagogue of Satan that's doing a lot of this stuff that these people claim to be Jews, but they're masquerading as Jews. It says that in the Word of God. Now, I remember years ago, I was with David Crank. He's a big-time pastor in St. Louis, his faith church, St. Louis, and he ended up basically uh, 
we got a taxi. I think I may have told you guys this story on the air. We got a taxi, and we were going to the St. Regis, which I have air, I have points to stay at the St. Regis. So I get to stay there for free, which is really a nice hotel. It's a Starwood property. And so we were going there. We got in a taxi, a van. And he said something, and, the, and we were talking. It was it was Thanksgiving time, and and I told David, I said, now David, I said you're a pastor, and you're all about Christmas, and we're here for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But you're going to find there's very little Christmas decorations in New York because it's primarily a Jewish town. And David says, uh, really? I said, yeah. And then the guy who was driving the taxi, he said to me, because you're absolutely right, only Trump Plaza or Trump the Trump Towers and Rockefeller Plaza have very many Christmas decorations up. Everything else is just generic. And he goes, and he goes, but let me tell you something else. As the taxi driver saying, he goes, the, and we start talking about the biggest problem. You know that there, there were a lot of gay people in New York City, which is true. I mean, just, this is just statistics. And he said, well, the reason that's happened, he said, the schools. The, uh, when they go to school, the, uh, the Jewish folks, when they go to school, they're separated all the way through high school. They, one, the girls go to one school and guys go to another school. And homosexuality runs rampant among Jewish men. And so girls who are Jewish have a hard time finding men who aren't gay. Now, this is just, this is just what the guy was telling me who the driver was. And I said, really? He said, yeah. And he goes, and the problem is these gay people are the screenwriters for Hollywood. And see, 70% of the screenwriters in Hollywood are Jewish who are writing the scripts for all of these shows. And to them, homosexuality is normal. Now, it's not the Jewish, vast Jewish conspiracy where I talk about. It's not that. But it's groups of people that have been involved in this lifestyle for years and years that are, are so incredibly, how should I say, uh, involved in, in pro programming the minds and the hearts of the people in the United States to accept this type of behavior. And years later, I was staying in another St. Regis in Aspen. We were there in the motorhome on a, on, a, on a book tour. And I was out by the pool. I met this really nice Jewish lady, and I was talking to her. And I said, can I ask you a question? I said, and I, I had this cab driver tell me this, and she was her husband had died. And I said, is it true that Jewish women really can't find Jewish men because they're almost all gay? And she goes, who do you hear that from? And I told her, she goes, that's, she goes, that's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely the truth. A high percentage of our Jewish men are, are gay. And I said, wow. She goes, yeah, how do you know that? I told her, she goes, no. she goes, that's exactly what's happening. We all know it's a problem. So this is what's happening. We've got these gay screenwriters out there in Hollywood that are writing all of this stuff, making us believe that their lifestyle is normal. And then, of course, it's all part of the politically correct nonsense because the truth is it's not normal, Doug. None of this is normal. And, in fact, if you read Henry McCow, remember I interviewed him on your show, I guess, about a year and a half ago. Henry McCow has written extensive books on this. You go to his website. He's Jewish, and he talks about this problem in the Jewish folks and what's going on with them. In fact, he's written some excellent, excellent, excellent articles on his website. And then people say, well, he's an anti-Semite. He's Jewish. How can he be an anti-Semite? And then on top of that, he, and I, I asked him that one time, and he goes, well, he says, what they want to do is say that I'm a self-hater. And he says, I just tell the truth and what the statistics are. But it's not the Jews that are running the New World Order. It's, not, it's all of these different subgroups that are all Satanists that are doing all of this. So that's what's important, that everybody understands this, because I'm not picking on Jews tonight or Muslims or Christians or anything else. But you've got to call out who's running Hollywood and who's promoting promoting all of this agenda. And that's what's going on in Hollywood, and it's been going on for a long, long, long time. And a lot of these guys are related to the guys that were involved in the Soviet uh, revolution 
you know, back in the early 1900s with, with Lenin and Trotsky and all those guys. And so you've got to go back and you've got to look at the research on all of this stuff. Now, the vast majority of Jews, they know absolutely nothing about any of this stuff. They don't know what's going on. The vast majority of Christians know absolutely nothing what's going on, except the ones who listen to your show. The vast majority of Muslims, believe it or not, uh, you know, that are, that are peace-loving Muslims don't know what's going on. Now, you've got the militant Muslims that are all over the world now in their pockets. They know what's going on, and they're, they're trying to bring in jihad. So you can't pick a single group and try to make them the bad guy. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, it's like Tex Mars. I like Tex Mars. He's got a lot of great stuff. He's a very brilliant man, but I don't agree with him as far as how he does that, how he singles out one single group like that. So sadly, Doug, is this is what's happened in the world is we don't want to talk about this individual mess. We've got a bunch of Christians right now that are supporting Ted Cruz, even though he's a liar and a cheat, a thief. We've got a bunch of Christians out there supporting Bubble Boy because they don't want to read the truth about him. And we've got Christians out there that are supporting Hillary Clinton. So you say all Christians are bad? Absolutely not. Right. And just to be clear, Bubble Boy is a reference to not his, uh, well, his, shall we say his sexcapades, <laughs> uh, documented sexcapades. Okay. Anyhow, I'm sorry to get off yeah. on that. I was, I was talking no, about no, no, no. This is good. Yeah. In fact, to, to give us a moment here. Uh, Joe, I, okay, uh, there's a breaking story out of Chicago, Ted. Yeah, and I want to thank Larry for sending us the, the live stream video on the actual protests that have been ongoing. Thank you, Larry uh, M., our resident expert on the, the Baltic Dry Index out of Santa Clarita, California. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and we see on the headlines of Drudge, Trump canceled Chicago rally, security concerns, protesters swarm streets live. And I've been monitoring this live stream event. And, uh, you know, the Trump, he now made a statement saying that these protests are due to terrible economic conditions and the high rate of unemployment in the black community, um, putting a, a different spin on it than, than I would have guessed. But at the same time, I believe he's going to be blamed for these protests. He will be attacked and absolutely and marginalized and be made the person uh, who caused the protest. When I believe and this is something far beyond some organic, uh, you know, street protests that just spontaneously happened uh, out of the blue. This is this not is Chicago some, Spring. This is okay. organized. This is the Van Jones, Sololinsky, uh, model and expect to see more of this. Yeah, exactly. And, and folks, go back to uh, te- uh, uh, Dave Hodges's program last Sunday. Joe called it on on last Sunday about what's happening in Chicago. Right now, it's anarchy reigning in Chicago, and it, it, and as, as Joe said, highways. Yeah, that's right. The protesters here, and it looks like it's under a little bit more control, especially around the arena and the parking garage, but. Uh, for a little bit there, it was, uh, I mean, you had just protesters running in the middle of a highway, stopping cars. They were throwing, throwing things at, at Trump supporters who were being escorted out of the parking garage. Uh, and it's been, it has turned violent, but it, as this progresses, it looks like the police have, have a handle on it. Well, uh, but this is definitely that, organized. That's what WGN is showing, but, right. but Ted, well, I mean, what, because this is a breaking story, I apologize for the interruption, but, but Ted, what do you think about this? I mean, here we have this, um, massive anti-Trump rally, people taking to the streets, mostly thousands of people, a lot, mostly students. Right, right. So. Well, I'll, I'll, answer that. By the way, WGN, where you're getting the story from, that's the show that I have, the guy, the farm forecaster. So that's the same station. Right, okay. I mean, that's, okay. this is like one of the top stations in America. And right. no, this, no, you're exactly right. What's happened is, and Trump's right about this too, but you gotta remember guys, you know, you got Bernie Sanders out there telling everybody that everything should be free. You've got Hillary telling them that a bunch of stuff should be free. And you've got Trump saying that basically we need to shut the borders down. Uh, I even asked Mancow, who's friends of Donald Trump, 
if he was going to have him on the show in Chicago. He told me he didn't think so. And now I understand why. Because it's just not, from a security standpoint, it becomes a major mess. And see, the thing about this is, is that when you get into a Democratic stronghold like Chicago, or, or even in Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland is spending $50 million on riot control equipment for the Republican National Convention. See, the whole thing about it is, is you don't know what's happened here from a brainwave standpoint and what kind of energy they've generated into that group of people in Chicago right now to cause them to riot. You don't know if they've turned up the, the heat on the generating through their cell phones as far as giving them certain brainwave frequencies. Don't you remember in Louisville a few months ago we had a huge mall and they had 1,500 people just suddenly erupt and start fighting in the middle of the mall? They've dialed us in. Now, friends, listen to me for a second. I'm not making this up. This isn't sci-fi. They've dialed us in through their through their research. And I was involved in a lot of this brain mapping when I got my psychology degree. We did a lot of this stuff at Florida State University. And they've dialed us in. They actually put, these guys are putting electrodes in people's brains and trying to find out how to trigger certain responses. They still do that, but now they've learned that certain frequencies trigger certain responses. And we don't know if they haven't set a certain trigger in and caused like an Arab Spring or a Chicago Spring or whatever you want to call it to cause this massive rioting to start happening in Chicago. See, any of this stuff can be done at any time through the use of Gwen Towers or Cell Towers. I covered this in detail on the December show with you guys, Doug, and I talked about how they've tied us into the AI, the artificial intelligence, through the Morgellons antenna, tying it into our central nervous system, and they basically have piezoelectric crystals or smart dust that we've all inhaled that's inside of our blood and inside of our central nervous systems. So they can trigger us with a certain frequency to have instant diarrhea, they can make us go to sleep. They can make us suicidally depressed. They can make us incredibly angry and want to fight and kill people. They can do all of that with certain energy waves and signatures and frequencies. Now, I, I was told by someone off your show uh, a few months ago, I can't talk about frequencies and radio waves because that's new age. Well, if you're that ignorant and you think that's new age, you don't understand science at all. That's how FM radios and AM radios work. But this is what they've done. We are an energy wave in this universe. Human beings modulate at a certain frequency, and everybody has a different modulation because of our DNA. Everybody's unique in God's eyes. But certain frequencies trigger certain types of behavior. This is what they were doing with those drones in Iraq in the war. This is where all the stuff was tested. They would fly over these Iraqi installations, hit them with frequencies that they were going to all be killed, they're all going to be murdered, they become despondent. They would run out, they would put their hands up, and they would surrender to unarmed drones surrender on the cameras to unarmed drones because they were so suicidally depressed and so scared. They have the ability, guys, listen to me, DARPA, and i got a whole bunch more stories I want to cover with this tonight, DARPA has the ability to do this. They have the ability to change you, to program you, and to do this to you through your cell phones, through the smart dust, through your thermostats, through your appliances, through the, and, and the guy just said last month that they were now able to, they, he admitted to listening to everybody through all of this stuff. But when they hooked us up and they chipped us with that doggone piezoelectric dust that they've dumped all over the planet now, and they've wired us into this artificial intelligence, which is controlled by the black magicians through the CIA, this is what they've done, guys, and they're going to pull out all of these big guns to try to stop Donald Trump. They do not want Donald Trump to be president of the United States because he does not carry their agenda forward. This is what they're going to do. And if, I, I'll be honest. If we see the election and we see Donald Trump get nominated, I will be so surprised because, number one, 
They're scared to death of him. And number two, they don't want to set back their cause 10 or 15 years. Ronald Reagan already did that. Kennedy tried to do it, and they killed him almost immediately after he got in. And Ronald Reagan, they tried to kill him immediately after he got after 30 days. And then George Bush, former head of the CIA, took over the White House for eight years under Reagan, did another four years under himself, ran everything pretty much for 12 years. And while Reagan took naps, that's why Ron Contra happened with all the drug money coming in for the CIA, running all that mess. So, guys, it's that advanced. The technology is there. It is that advanced. They have the ability to control you through frequency modulations at the Gwen Towers. I've talked about this on my own show. I've talked about this on the Hagman show. This is real. The technology is there. So if you start getting any of these crazy ideas or whatever, and you think it's not coming from you, just plead the blood of Christ over your heart and over your mind because they cannot fight against that. They don't know what to do with that because we talked about what happened with the blood of Christ and how we have this constant signaling through our DNA through Jesus, and it changes us genetically. I did a whole show on that back in December. And see, we and have to Ted. understand if it wasn't for the blood of Christ, we'd all be set up in the same mess with this mess, Doug. You got right. that right, brother. And, and uh, we're up against the top of the air break, but I wonder how... Uh, accurate you are, and I believe very accurate when talking about the uh, outside effects that are, are you know, uh, being used to manipulate the uh, psych- psychology of these people who are here now. Uh, Michael Terrell, uh, uh, frequency affects, yeah. Uh, yeah, whole tones, frequency affects you at a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted Brewer, same thing. Go ahead. Yeah, with that, we'll be right back, folks, with our third and final hour with Ted Brewer on this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Stay with us. This is the Global Star Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our third and final hour of this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're joined by Dr. Ted Brewer. His website, healthmasters.com, that's healthmasters.com. He broadcasts also, uh, him and his son Austin, here on Global Star Radio Network each and every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as Sundays before Dave Hodges, 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, right here on Global Star, if I didn't know. Yeah, and, and he's got a great program, folks. Tune in, he and his son, Austin. What a, what a wealth of information. And, and, you know, it's interesting. We we do have um, a listing of, of shows who that we listen to. And, of course, uh, Ted is on there, um, Dave Hodges, uh, and many others. But well, I, sh- I shouldn't say many others. Select others that we listen to. So definitely plug in to Ted Brower, his show. Global Star Radio Network. He and his son Austin do a great job. Ted, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging with us the uh, last hour here, man. Let's uh, put the pedal to the metal and let's talk about some uh, mind, mind control. control, shall we? Because yeah, I've I, got a bunch more. You touch on this. We'll, we'll pull off the nutrition stuff for a bit. I've done enough of that tonight, anyhow. And by the way, I want to thank everybody for supporting HealthMasters.com. Thank you. Thank you for signing up for the newsletter. Thank you for watching the show. I'll let you know that I will be on with Dave Hodges the second his second and third hour on Sunday night. So uh, he's asked me to come on there from 8 until 10 on Sunday. No, I'm sorry, from 9 until 10, 9 till 11 on Sunday night, Eastern Standard Time. And I'll also have my show, which is immediately before Dave Hodges' show, from 7 to 8 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time on Global Star Radio on Sunday night. So Sunday night will be a big night as far as with me and Dave again. So I appreciate you guys supporting Health Masters. I appreciate you supporting Dave and Doug. And if everybody would just do me a favor and just, if you enjoy the show that we're doing tonight, just go ahead and send Doug a couple bucks via PayPal. I mean, that's all you got to do. If everybody listening to this show tonight or listening to it on the podcast we just go to Hagman and Hagman and give them five, ten, fifteen bucks, hundred bucks, whatever you want to do, whatever you can afford, and everybody can afford a few dollars. It'll really help them with their budgets. I mean, running one of these big organizations like they have and doing all this airtime, this stuff's expensive, and you know, and they don't really have a way to self-fund if it wasn't for just the the uh, the fact that the good graces of all the folks that listen. So, thank you for supporting Hagman and Hagman and Hodges, and thank you for supporting us. I just want to I want to be that person that thanks you guys for doing that. Now, I'm going to talk about some stuff now that's going to be kind of a more of a, it's not conspiracy theory, but it sounds so crazy that it just, you know, people don't want to believe it's true. And, and that's what we were talking about before the last break, before we went to the top of the hour. And I'm going to go ahead and start on that now. Here's a, here's a topic. Why is Google building a secret, giant, experimental radio transmitter in the desert? This thing is huge. You should see a picture of it. Outside truth or consequences, New Mexico is a sparsely populated middle-of-nowhere area where the spaceport America is located. Google is planning to build a huge experimental radio transmitter, a purpose of which is apparently secret. Much of Google's application with the FCC is redacted. Why would Google have redacted information with the FCC? Here's a summary from what can be gleaned from according to Popular Mechanics. It will work with ranges typically utilized for communication devices, the 2.5 gigahertz and 5.8 gigahertz band, but include higher millimeter bands. As Benchkoff points out, there's a transmitter in the 70 80 gigahertz band. That band isn't regulated much by the FCC and is typically used for high bandwidth communications and frequencies under the range of 60 gigahertz. All AM radio stations top out at 50 gigahertz, which can reach at least 38 states. So this thing's going to be so big, it's going to be covering like the entire United States. Because the company's cozy relationship to government spy agencies and the Bilderberger Group, its infatuation with the artificial intelligence and the singularity a la its director of engineering and futurist Ray Kurzweil and the patenting of gadgets such as this creepy child's toy that spies on anyone who comes near it, there's every reason to question what Google is really up to. I mean, think about this stuff for a second, guys. They're building a transmitter so big and a frequency range so high, they can literally reach all 50 states with it. Why do they need that? Think about that. You know, why do they need to reach all 50 states and communicate with all of us? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they're planning on doing something nefarious with that technology. That's the only reason they're doing it. Here's another one. Study proves electromagnetic fields from cell towers can actually amplify pain. This is from Alex Petrowski. If you ever wonder why thousands of cell phone towers and electromagnetic signals permeate society nowadays could be potentially harmful to your body, mind, and environment, you're not alone. A small minority of people are so sensitive to electromagnetic radiation that they've been forced to move into cave-like domiciles, including Faraday cages designed to insulate them from such signals. We are, after all, energetic beings, as are all life forms, and although something may outlie outside of our ordinary perception, it does not imply that it's harmless. 
it turns out that electromagnetic signals from cell phone towers do in fact directly affect the human body in physical ways. And surprisingly for amputees, common cellular signals can actually amplify sensations of pain in the body even in the presence of such emissions. In other words, they experience phantom limb pain because their bodies are being stimulated Phantom limb pain is if an amputee loses a leg, they still feel the leg. It'll start itching and start having pain. And these signals are so strong, they cause this through nerve conduction through the body. Here's another one. 1960 subliminal video of the national anthem hides MK Ultra message to obey the government. Instead, it's, this is what I talked about earlier. It says, obey the government and regard it as God. They say this on the subliminal messages. I mean, can you believe they're doing this? And this was, this was old school technology back in the 50s and the 60s coming out of MK Ultra, coming right out of the German concentration camps. They, they said, they continually say, trust the U.S. government. God is real. God is watching. Believe in government God. Rebellion will not be tolerated. Obey, consume, obey, consume. These messages are repeated until the finale at the end. By MK Ultra, by MK Naomi, worship, consume, obey, believe, and finally, do not question government. This is insane. This is what they're doing to you. You're listening to Hagman Show, so you have you been warned. Here's another one. MK Ultra. It's funny I pulled all of these articles up today, Doug, to do it on your to do the talk about it on your show today. And I haven't covered any of these on my own talk show. MK Ultra researcher puts electrodes in people's brains for the U.S. government. This is back in the 50s. I mentioned this earlier. Neurophysiologist Carl Wilhelm Syme Jacobson built his own EEJ lab at Gestad Psychiatric Hospital in Norway with Cope. funding from the Rockefeller, the Ford, and the Navy and NASA for research using electrodes implanted in the brains of psychiatric patients to carry out what many have said was unethical research on these patients. This is how they mapped out the brain. We talked about this earlier in the show. Here's another one. New York Times reporter found murdered, this is just a couple of days ago, after exposing MK Ultra. A former New York Times reporter has been found murdered in the Dominican Republic following her exposure of the MK Ultra program. Sarah Kershaw was found asphyxiated due to strangulation on Monday at her apartment in Sosa. Project MK Ultra, often referred to as the CIA's mind control program, was the code name given to an illegal program of experiments on human subjects that was carried out from the was a continuation of the Nazi concentration camp studies. They were designed and undertaken by the CIA, which basically is being run by the Nazis at that point. Ms. Kershaw published an article with the New York Times exploring the subject in 2008 with her article sharing their demons on the web writing. For people who regularly visit and write on message boards on the mind control sites, the idea that others would describe the sites as promoting delusional and psychotic thinking is simply evidence of a cover-up of the truth. goes on to say in her article, Ms. Kershaw wrote that people who felt they were being targeted had found the support of the Missouri representative Jim Guest, who told the Times, I've had enough of the calls. Some of credible people professors are being targeted by non-lethal weapons. They become psychologically affected by it. They have trouble sleeping at night. When Ms. Crenshaw wrote her article, psychotronic warfare was not legal against U.S. citizens, but that all changed with the National Defense Authorization Act in 2013. I'm going to repeat this. 
But Ms. Crenshaw wrote her article, Psychotronic Warfare Was Not Legal Against American Citizens. But that all changed with the National Defense Authorization Act of 2013, which says psychotronic weapons are those that act to take away a part of the information. Psychotronic weapons are those that, ta- that act to take away a part of the information which is stored in a man's brain. It is sent to a computer which reworks it to the level needed for those who need to control the man, and the modified information is then reinserted into the brain. These weapons are used against the mind to induce hallucinations, sickness, mutations, zombification, or even death including the arsenal or VHF generators, x-rays, ultrasound, and radio waves. This is an article from the Psychotronic Warfare from the Abru Report, which published all of this information. It is possible that Mrs. Kershaw stumbled upon some new information that made her dangerous. Considering the speed at which the capabilities of psychotronic weapons have improved, the possibility is extremely high. Another article, MK Ultra. they intended to use drugs for everything. This is from John Rappaport. He's a great guy, by the way. I think you've had him on your show. Uh, drugs to transform individuals and even by implication in society. Drug research is going far beyond the usual descriptions of MKUltra. The intention is there in the record. A CIA document was included in the transcript of the 1977 U.S. Senate hearings on MKUltra and the CIA's mind control program. The document is found on page 166. It begins a portion of the research and development programs. What's hoped for was a list of drugs and their uses to control human perception and mind and to change people chemically. This whole thing goes on and on and on. Substance which will increase the efficiency of, of, of meditation and perception. Materials that prevent or counter effect of, of alcohol. Substance produce physical disablement such as paralysis of the legs. Substance which produce pure euphoria. Substance which alter personality structure. This is what they were looking for with the MK Ultra program. This is all part of the Nazi protocol. Okay, so if you examine the full range of psychiatric drugs developed since 1955, you'll see that a number of them fit into the CIA's agenda. Speed-type chemicals which, uh, which idle the brain for a long period of time so you can treat ADHD. Antipsychotic drugs to render patients more and more dependent on others and government as they sink into profound disability and incur motor brain damage. And, of course, the SSRI depressants like Prozac, Paxil, and Zoloft, which, extreme, which produce extreme and debilitating highs and lows and also push people over the edge into committing violence and suicide. Guys, this stuff is real. Here's another one. U.S. physicians U.S. musicians are drafted into the CIA's MK Ultra program. This is now the bands and the rock bands. The CIA mind control program is medically based. It employs doctors and psychiatrists and researchers, but this isn't a small group of fringe wackos who have an idea about altering human behavior. CIA contracts in the private sector resonate with the goals of this program. They don't need a nudge. MK Ultra isn't foreign territory for them. In the field, the entire field of psychiatry is about mind control, the diagnosis of arbitrarily labeled mental disorders, the applications of toxic drugs to alter brain chemistry. Biological chemical psychiatry is in its current form a stunning version of MK Ultra right out in the open with the blessings and the backing of the national government's court systems, prisons, mainstream media, and academia. Over 5,000 university professors, it was shown by the reports, have been compromised through the CIA program, and and hundreds of mainstream news anchors have been compromised through the CIA program. According to diverse sources, here's a partial list of the reported hundreds of jazz musicians 
who went to it. Uh, Sonny Rollins, Chet Baker's list of them all. It also reported that Ray Charles was there. It's supposed to be a rehab center, a place for drying out, but it was something else too. There was, it was a U.S., it was a United States CIA, and it was an experimentation on inmates, and they were using LSD and all these other things in order to try to change people's brain chemistry. This is crazy, guys. This is what the United States government has, we've learned about through the reports, have done to destroy the brains and the minds to learn to control us. What do you guys think about this? It's all conspiracy. Talk on it. It's all, you know. This is all document. This is all government. This is all government. This is all through the Freedom of Information Act. In other Gutlieb funded experiments at the center, Isabel had nine black males strapped to tables and injecting them with cyclobin inserted rectal thermometers, had light shown in their eyes to measure pupil dilation, had their joints whacked to test neural reactions. If you think these experiments are so extreme they bear no resemblance to modern psychiatry, think again. Thoracine, the first so-called antipsychotic drug, was researched on the basis of its ability to make humans pro-family, quiescent and passive. Electroshock and lobotomy are straight out of torture techniques that also destroy parts of the brain. SSRI antidepressants increase violent behavior, including homicide. Among its many documented effects, Ritalin can induce hallucinations and paranoia. All of this has been going, going through MK Ultra. I mean, gosh, this is through, just is through John Rappaport. I mean, you know, here's the thing. It, it, it never ends. Here's another one by Preston James, Psychotronic Firewalls Against Public Truth. And I'm just going to skip to the back of this article because he summarizes it all at the very end. And he talks about the Luciferian elite that are doing all of this stuff. And about the cell phones, he says, he says here's a quick summary of non-inclusive. He says they're using TVs, cell phones, cell towers, tell cell phone towers, Wi-Fi, Doppler radar, ground-based place systems triangulated on target individual or group, satellite systems, drone and aircraft systems, micro-implant activation, micro-implants, this is the smart dust for satellite tracking, prime freak identification of every person like an individual fingerprint, and satellite or cell system tracking, catalytic viruses. It goes on and on and on of what they've already done and what they've already tried to do as far as incorporating us into the hive mind. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to get us all tied into this artificial intelligence. This is what Kurzweil says his whole thing is going to be. And it's all about the elite and their Luciferian doctrination and what they're doing to worship Satan. Let me give you some of, these, some more of his examples. It's education and cultural mind control, which include diversity training and political correctness, which are actually neo-Bolshevik cultural programming designed to destroy America's borders. And he goes, you can thank Michael Savage for this brilliant observation. He's one of the top radio talk show hosts like you guys are. Mind control through the controlled mass media. The major media, through the monopoly, and all, who owns all the media. Number three, mind control through the entertainment provided by popular music and especially urban rap. Ranges from mild to subtle in some cases. Mind control through fluoride added to the public water supply, toothpaste and foods. And guys, if you're still using fluoride in your toothpaste after you listen to this tonight, go to healthmasters.com and get off that trash. Number five, trillion dollar cell phone systems which deploy pulse beam microwave systems. Wi-Fi systems which have been installed in many public schools, restaurants, businesses, and homes. Plug it, unplug it at night. Ground-based ELF and Doppler radar systems, which have secondary entertainment functions. Madison Avenue advertising and inculcated interest in dressing to conform. This is being trendy. Impose corporate norms for behavior and thought. Various mind-altering drugs and mind-altering compounds added to the food and beverages, like the fluoride, again, 
MMT and other mind control like additives allegedly added to the gasoline and diesel fuels, including passenger aircraft, chemtrails spraying in the skies with barium and anti-aluminum strontium and other toxic elements, along with biological elements which can be flashed psychotronically to hide the American mind. Precalculated radiation discharges from numerous, numerous population power plants all over the United States and Fukushima. These engineered releases are based on CIA. Now listen to this. This is for the radiation. These engineered releases, that's why they haven't shut Fukushima down, are based on the CIA MK Ultra research programs on how brain function is modified by radiation injection and inhalation. This is a very secret, very sinister, complete evil combination of eugenics and mind control programs. Cancer rates in the America are now admitted to be one in seven and one in three in many areas as the rates are climbing everywhere because of these planned level releases of radiation across America. That's why they're not stopping these nuclear reactors like the one in Miami that are leaking. This is one of the key eugenics programs by the satanic pedophile ritual child sacrifice network of the global New World Order evil agenda of the whole world. And he goes into detail. Number 15, the new technology advanced psychotronics, psi power, a.k.a. psychic or spiritual entrainment powers. These are spiritual, listen to this, these are spiritual blood spells placed on the American mind through pedophilia, human vivisection, blood sacrifice, mass murder of war, and program mass murder by injection. Big medicine, big farmer, despite the, the beneficial elements of much of these when used properly, are involved in this massive eugenics protocol on the American population and the global population. I mean, can it be any more direct than that, Doug and Joe? This no. is what they're doing to us. And so, guys, you don't have to believe me. But I'm telling you, stop using the fluoride and turn the stinking Wi-Fi off at night. Stop allowing yourself to sleep inside of that doggone toxic stew of electronic signaling. It's really, really, really bad for you. Any comments, guys? No, and, and you know, well, yeah, comments are, are these. You know, this... What you're addressing here, Ted, and this is so important because one of our sponsors is Whole Tones, and they, uh, Michael uh, Terrell talks about frequencies. And this is affecting us, as you point out, and as Michael pointed out, at a cellular level. And um, we've got to fight this. In fact, um, I, I received a, an email here just very briefly while you, while you were talking about this from Donna uh uh, she writes this, and this is you know directed to you, Ted. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Great show so far. It's weird that you're talking about the subject tonight, meaning the the well, the Wi-Fi stuff. Uh, for the past few months, I've been feeling a uh, type of exhaustion that doesn't feel, and she puts in quotes, normal. And lately, I can't seem to shake the feeling that it's related to Wi-Fi. I learned a bit ago to trust my intuition, and I can't explain how imperative it is that we do. Uh, for for we as followers of Jesus Christ to understand how frequencies can and do daily affect us. And and see, she writes, Dr. Uh, Brower and Mr. Terrell both speak of age-old wisdom that is greatly uh, needed now for our salvation. So, you know, to, and, and again, um, whenever we talk about things like this, Ted, and I, and I don't mean to consistently bring this up, but to conflate New Age, uh, you know, promotion versus biblical wisdom is is sometimes it's just by unwitting and uninformed Christians and other times it's deliberate okay so uh i just want to just say this you've done your homework here it is and my wife and i were talking about this earlier today believe it or not this topic 
and and she and she came around one issue. She said, "I don't believe you." And, and, and this is about something on the periphery. What we're talking about. She said, I'm, "I'm not sure I believe you. Show me the research. Show me the facts." And I had and I, and I did. And she looked at it and she said, "How can that possibly be?" You know, are, are you are you telling me? And then we had a discussion about it. So I mean, you get the idea. E- even members of our, my own family, um, sometimes my you know my wife and, and she keeps me in check. I got to tell you, um, but even the people closest to us don't don't really believe sometimes or comprehend exactly what you're saying. So I just wanted to reaffirm that. Not that you need it, but there it is from a listener, Donna. Um, you know, there it is. I mean. So yeah. Well, you know, I've talked about this, and and guys, listen to me. Well, you don't have to listen to me. Please listen to me. Go back and listen to the show I did in November, and also in December with Hagman. It's 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 gone viral. It's had probably hundreds of thousands of links linked to it now. The other one we did on the dead doctors last summer literally has eight million views now. So listen to me for just one second, please. I ask you from the bottom of my heart, and if I can do anything to make you listen, listen. This is real. Okay, this is so weird, it's, but it's real. I mean, and you know, and when I talk about this stuff, I invariably have all of these Christians say, he's promoting new age technology and thinking, no, I'm not. Will you please stop it? This is science. Okay? Look, I've had 400 hours in the biochemical genetics labs at Florida State University. I had hundreds of hours in the organic chemistry labs and the, in the general chemistry labs. I mean, I've had the physics. I've had all these crazy classes. And I mean, I took all of this crazy stuff that I had that I took. I mean, I've got degrees in all of this from Florida State University. These are all part of my majors and I'm not degrees in all of those topics, but as, as part of my undergraduate and master's degree programs. This stuff is real. What they're doing to us psychotronically is real. They have the technology. Read the book, The Men Who Stare at Goats. In General Stubblebine, they've interviewed him in that book, and he talks about what they're able to do. This is absolutely crazy what they've learned through psychology and through the research that was done in the concentration camps and the research that I believe the fallen angels have given these people to control us. That's what this whole thing with the blood sacrifice is. I mean, look at these Catholic priests now that are being sheltered again in one of the other northeastern cities up there that were involved in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pedophilia things. Again, again, they do this because these guys that are doing this, in most cases, they're not just sickos that are pedophiles, they're Satanists. And they use this energy, and this is what they were taught by Aleister Crowley. And again, I don't promote anything he taught, but I'm just telling you this is where they got a lot of this stuff from, and from the fallen angels, and from the Satan networks that, that, that Ted Gunnerson talked about. They, they, they rape these children, and they pull energy out of these children, and then they, a lot of times they, 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 they torture these children, and then they kill them and drink their blood. They stand around them like a group of 13 of them, and they feed the energy into these demons, and the demons allow that to control the energetic field around the planet. Now, it sounds so crazy that nobody wants to believe it. But that's how they control the thought and the energy field. That's why Jesus said to us, we've got to think on love. It's all about love, forgiveness and love. And he threw a huge wrench into it. When he died on the cross, he forever changed everything when he spilled his blood. And I talk about it in detail on the December and the Jan- and November show about the blood of Christ. That was back in November. And guys, and whenever I do stuff like that, and I go into this stuff really deep from a physics standpoint, a group of people out there, either who are Christians who are well-meaning, or disinformation agents that are put out there by the government, jump on me and attack me. 
And I don't mean to have that happen. I'm not trying to get attacked. Nobody enjoys what happened to me back in December and January. But the truth of the matter is I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe in the virgin birth. I, I believe in all of these things. And all the stuff that people have said about me is not true. I was born again as a Christian in April of 1979, you know, while I was in graduate school at Florida State University, and it completely and totally changed my life. The difference is I read sometimes two or three books a week, and I don't read mental candy. I don't read romance novels, okay? I read really heavy stuff. Sometimes I'll read entire books on physics and holographic universes and stuff like that. And so the, I, I'm really into this stuff, and I understand how a lot of it works, but I don't understand how a lot of the other stuff works. But they're using this human sacrifice. Now they found a better way to do it using frequency, and that's what Google's building a giant transmitter up in their out there in New Mexico, and they and almost the entire application is redacted. It's redacted, redacted, which means it has black lines through it, and nobody can see it because it's classified research through the government, through the CIA. And I'm going to say this again. We've taken elected officials and we put them into Washington, D.C. because we want to not have to deal with what's going on in the government. We want our elected officials to deal with it. So we've sent people like Bubble Boy Rubio to the Senate, and then we send Cruz, whose wife is a Goldman Sachs insider. I mean, he's, on, he's ridiculous is what he is. He worked in George Bush's White House, for heaven's sakes. I mean, this guy's bad, bad news. Okay, we send these guys to Washington because we want them to protect us and to take care of us. They turn over what they are going to do to the military. The military turns it over to the CIA, who's running this covert drug operation out of Afghanistan, bringing in a trillion dollars a year in for black ops, running it through the doggone through the United States military bringing the drugs into the mafia, into the mobs of the United States to distribute it. The largest commodity in the world is oil. The second is natural gas. And the third is heroin, for heaven's sakes. And we've been able to fund these black ops programs through the heroin bringing into the United States through the Exchange Stability Fund. You can go ahead and watch it. Read, you can do all your research you want on that. That was done in 1934, and it was first initially funded by the gold they stole from us and then reevaluated for billions of dollars back in 34. They ran out of that money quickly, so then they had to find other ways to do it. They went to Shanghai Check to find out how he was funding his, uh, his military in China. He said it was through opium and through heroin to the Chinese people. And they decided to bring it to the jazz clubs in the United States and to the black Harlem ghettos to sell the heroin to fund their operations. That's spread throughout the entire United States now. That's why heroin deaths have skyrocketed everywhere because the heroin they're bringing out of Afghanistan because we have these huge facilities that we've built over there to process the heroin are coming in here by C-130 transport planes. That's how they're doing all this and funding all this black operation stuff. Now they're spraying us with chemtrails, with Morgellons, with chemicals that actually attach itself in micro-piezal crystal, microelectric crystals that attach themselves into our DNA and transmit our information into this hive mind, into this artificial intelligence, to the entire web and network of things that we bought and we put into our homes that tie us together. That's what they're doing to us. They found a more efficient way to control the energy field around the planet than human sacrifice. Now, they're still doing that because that still works, but they're doing this. And a lot of people say this is what the original pyramidal structures were being used for on the planet that were here before the flood, Doug. They were used to control the energy field around the planet. And then when God split the planet apart, and he broke all the ley lines with the flood with Noah, all of these 
pyramids went dormant. They quit working because the ley lines underneath them that were powering them were shifted because of the transference of the continents and with the continental plate shifting. So they had to find another way to do it. That's what all the Druid worship was about. The Druid sacrifice was about. That's what Stonehenge was about. This stuff's been around since Genesis chapter 6 before that, before Moses wrote about it. And this is what's been going on now for thousands and thousands of years, even since the flood. And now they've got us almost back to Genesis chapter 6 again, where we were then. And now Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. If you don't understand Genesis chapter 6 and what happened with these fallen angels, and you have not read the book of Enoch, which is still considered part of the text in the Ethiopian Bible that was not taken out by the Roman Catholic Church in 323 AD, I believe, by Constantine, you don't understand the Old Testament enough to understand what just happened to the planet. These fallen angels, call them what you want to call them. If you're, not, if you're not a Christian tonight and you don't want to call them a fallen angel or a demon, call them a stinking alien. I don't care what you call them, but wrap your head around this stuff. This stuff is real. These interdimensional beings are real, and they're here, and we feed them with all of the stuff that we do. That's why Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who he may devour. Now, the Word tells us that He does this. This is what this whole thing's about. They're doing this with this attention field around the planet, and this is how they're going to control it. Google just set up an amplifier so big, so huge in New Mexico, it can broadcast to all 50 states and probably down to Central America and into Canada too, Doug. That's how much power is going to be generated by this thing because they want to be able to do the psychotronic warfare with us at their whim. They're scared to death of Donald Trump. Because they're afraid he's going to expose all of this stuff and he's going to set them back 15 or 20 years. They want their master Lucifer to control this realm completely and entirely. They want human sacrifices, which is another form of abortion, which is to do what they're doing. Now they want to have children brought up all the way to nine months and have them born, kill them basically in the womb as far as making them brain dead, keeping them on respirators alive so they can pull their bodies apart and sell the organs. Are you kidding me? These are the most sick group of people I've ever heard of in my entire life. But they're real and they're out there. And this is what they want from us. They want to control the planet. And it says this in the book of Revelations, that in the end times it's going to be so bad in the book of Revelation to start opening up. Revelation, the book of Revelation, is not happy, happy. And none of it's happy, happy. It's all bad. And that's what we're coming into. And I believe that if we stand together in the aggregate as Christians right now, God will have mercy on us, and he will slow this thing down, and it won't come on us as fast. But we've got to get somebody in the White House who's willing to stand against these people. And I pray to God Almighty, because nobody knows for sure that Donald Trump's going to be one of these people. But I know one thing, all hell has broken loose against this man trying to stop him from his ability to get into the White House and receive the Republican nomination. And the Republican GOP in Iowa, some of their top leaders said, if, if, if he gets the election, if he becomes the GOP candidate, that they're going to vote for Hillary. Are you kidding me? This is how twisted and sick our government has. Our government is run by pedophiles. It is run by Satanists. And they are doing all of this stuff to control us, to bring us to a one-world religion. They want to get rid of the Muslims and the Jews and the Christians, and they want to bring us under their one-world religion of Lucifer. That's the goal here, Doug. That's all the goal has ever been for these guys. That's right. And please understand, folks, they want to get, they want to outlaw the three monotheistic, primary right. monotheistic religions, dilute Christianity, recognize, and see, this is how subtle it is. We will recognize Jesus, of course, as a historical figure and as a prophet, but to worship him would be to be going against the God of the state, meaning the God of the New World Order. So it sounds so, you know, it, it sounds, when, when, when I say it, 
or when you say it, it sounds so mind-blowing, like, come on, shut up, just go away, put your tinfoil hat on. But when you think about this, and you think about the insidious, hideous nature of this, and, and look around you, everyone, look what's going on. Look at Chicago tonight. Look, I mean, as an example of of the well of the late how how late it is, but the bottom line is, Ted. Yes, they want to, and they are in the process of using the Vatican or, or That's the right. Vatican is you know, of it. Okay, exactly. And you know something, and this is I I don't want to plug my well I'm going to plug my book uh, that I wrote, uh, Stand by Blood. I was I I kind of saw I got a glimpse of what we're talking about. In 1987, I did not recognize it for what it was, and if I even back then, I, I would not have, I would not have believed it. Now I do. Now it makes sense. Okay, now I understand, and that's the other thing I'm going to say about that. But anyway, man, you're on a roll. Keep going, brother. Well, here's another article. Navy was caught conducting secret electromagnetic warfare testing in public in Washington State. This is by Claire Bernish. She goes, Electro- exposure to electromagnetic frequency radiation has been shown by medical studies in the Navy to cause numerous health problems, including corneal damage, tubular degeneration of the testicles. Of course, that's more of the, the getting rid of the people from rebreeding, brain heating, sterility, uh, death, cranial nerve disorders, seizures, convulsions, depression, insomnia, chest pain, and sparking between dental fillings. I mean, sparking between dental fillings like your mouth is arcing? Unbelievable. Remember they, I remember back in the 60s, if you got, you got, you got about how mouthful of fillings, Doug, you could actually hear radio going through your mouth. Do you remember that? Actually, I still do, Ted. Um, the voices. <laughs> I, actually, it's just talk radio, and it's, uh, <laughs> but, it's but they, a I, I, I actually, I've actually heard talks. people, they, they actually hear it, because it goes through all this. And they're, they're saying, alarmingly, without public notification or even cautionary brownie warnings in place to prevent actual exposure, the Navy's EMF testing was taking place in public areas and popular tourist destinations for five years. And they're doing this. The effects on small animals, birds, reptiles, and amphibians was completely or were completely ignored, despite the fact that all 15 Olympic National Forest and state-owned sites elected by the Navy for mobile emitters are in critical habitat of endangered species. I mean, this is what they do. They test this stuff. They beta test this stuff on everybody to see how it works. And they do the research. They may have done another beta test in Chicago. And I'm going to read this one more time, and then we'll start on some other articles. This is, again, from, uh, from Preston James. Chemtrail spraying in the skies with barium, aluminum, strontium, and other toxic chemicals and biological agents which can be flashed, flashed psychotronically to hive the American mind through all of these frequency generators. Pre-calculated radiation discharges from nuclear power plants all over America and pre-planned Fukushima disaster. These engineered releases of radiation are based on the CIA MK Ultra research on how brain function is modified by radar injection and inhalation. This is a very secret, very sinister, complete evil combination eugenics and mind control programs through the concentration camps brought to us by MK Ultra in the United States government. Cancer rates in America are now admitted to be one in seven with one in three in many areas and rates are climbing everywhere because of these planned Releases of radiation. We have radioactive. We have radiate. We have we have these uh, giant plants leaking all over these these nuclear power plants are leaking all over the United States because they're releasing radiation across America and actually the entire world. This is one of the key eugenics programs by the satanic, pedophile, 
ritual child sacrifice vivisectionist. That means they, they, they basically cut them open and, and, and do a vivisection. They basically disembowel them during their sacrifice, what they do. Global, new world, evil agenda for the entire planet. I mean, this is incredible. The newer technologically advanced psychotronics as psi power, also known as psychic or spiritual entrainment powers. These are the blood spiritual rituals placed on the American group mind through the pedophilia, human vivisection, blood sacrifice, mass murder of war, and program mass murder of injection, big medicine and big pharma, and human sacrifice networks. I mean, unbelievable. I couldn't have said that or written that any better. That's what they're doing. And, that's, and I know, the reason I read that twice, the first time I read it, I thought, I don't really believe people are getting this. This is so awful. Because why do you think they did the Fukushima? Do you not think that we don't have the ability to shut that nuclear plant down over there? We can start pumping concrete into that doggone containment area like they did in Chernobyl when, when, when they wanted to shut that thing down. And we can get those six-inch lines of concrete, and we can start putting millions of cubic tons of concrete inside of those reactors, and we can stop this thing in Chernobyl of what's going on right now. They haven't done that. They've let it run for five years. They've radioactively poisoned the entire Pacific Ocean. These clouds now are coming across to us including more mercury now coming out of the coal-fired plants in China. And all of this poisoning is settling in us because the earth spins in that direction. It is happening to the people in the United States, into the far west, everywhere as far as the radiation levels are spiking. Then we have nuclear power plants leaking all over the United States, including in Miami, dumping water and nuclear radiation into Biscayne Bay. It's happening right now as we speak. That's in my state. That's about 200 miles from me. And all of this stuff is going on all over this. And now they're telling us that the radiation is good for you. And now we find out tonight that it's part of the MK Ultra mind control experiments in subjecting radiation in human beings together, which is I'm sure they learned from all the experiments they did with all the radioactive releases they did during all of the tests they did with all the nuclear weapons they discharged in the atmosphere, Doug. I mean, all of this stuff is designed by Lucifer, by the fallen angels, Genesis chapter 6, to bring the entire planet under subjection to him and to create a one-world government under Lucifer to worship him, including and there the child is. sacrifices and everything else. And there it is. And, and you know, it, people, t- t- I mean, people say, well, you're talking about history, things, the historical things, you know, things that, uh, uh, like the Nazis. I, 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 every time we talk, every time we mention Nazis, I get an email from the same person all the time, every single time. Nazi. Okay. So I'm mentioning it now. So, uh, don't even bother. I think I blocked him. But anyway, having said that, four out of five guests this week mentioned Nazis. Now, Gee whiz. Was that just because of our, our scheduling? No. It's because of exactly, Ted, your research and, and look at the globalist agenda. Look at the secret underbelly. What is the Trojan horse of the New World Order? Uh, yes, it's technocracy. I, I agree with that, but it's also the Nazi ideology. And I think people really need to understand that not, and Steve Quell was right. Look, the Nazis really, they won the war. I mean, they really did. Yes, they did. You know, remember, so, they, they, remember, they took the entire vast fortune of all the countries they looted in Europe, and they reinvested it into the major corporations. Prescott Bush was a Nazi sympathizer, if not a Nazi. I believe the entire Nazi Bush crime family 
is part of that eugenics program through the Nazis. He tried to do a yeah. hostile takeover of the United States in 1933 with Smedley Butler to bring a fascist dictatorship into the United States. This is Prescott Bush, the father of H. Bush. And so That's right. this is the craziest thing that we talk about. You can look it up online and you can read it for yourself. This, not, In fact, Jim Mars says in the Fourth Reich that basically the Nazis won the war. He said the Nazis took over the United States government with the 30,000 or so, we don't know the exact number, of Operation Paperclip people they brought in. And, you, and remember, I talked about this last month on your show, the reason that it was called Operation Paperclip, whenever they found somebody with the CIA they thought was interesting, they would paperclip their file. That's why it was called Operation Paperclip. And all the files that had been paperclipped, they were, brought, they were given new identities and brought into the United States. This was what happened in 1945-46. And so what we have to understand is this. You know, this hasn't changed yet. And, you know, this Nazi group of people, the ones especially who worship the Black Flame and Rush Dizdar talks about this, these were bad people. They were really, really, really bad people. A lot of them were into the occult. And if you read the book, Pawns of the Game by William Carr, it talks about it. There were two factions of the Nazi party. The true fascists, the true national socialists, Okay, and also the Satanists. And the problem was the Satan group with the Nazis wanted to take over the world, but the Satan group that was running England wanted to take over the world, and these two Satan groups clashed. And so what happened is they found common ground there at the end of the war when they allowed all that advanced technology to be given to the United States in return for letting Hitler go to Argentina and letting some of the top people in the Nazi military escape and leave and get new identities, including a lot of them with the Operation Paperclip. According to Jim Mars, the two nuclear bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki were German nuclear bombs that they had had but they did not deploy because they did not want to do that. They traded all that information for the top guys who escaped. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Jim Mars said that the the, uh, the detonators couldn't work. They couldn't get them. They couldn't figure out how to make the detonators work. And he said there was absolutely no reason that the Nazis lost that war because of the advanced weaponry they had. So the truth is, I don't know. But that's what Jim Mars says. And he's pretty well documented, pretty much researched. And it makes sense to me. And there are too many reports that Hitler lived in Argentina the rest of his life and moved around freely. And so the truth is, do you really think the most powerful man in the world at that time, or one of the most powerful men in the world, when he was going to be trading all these nuclear secrets, do you think he really walked you know, into, into, his, into his bunker and shot himself and had his body burned? And now the Russians have proven through DNA testing that the remains they had that were told that were Adolf Hitler's were female in origin through the DNA testing, That's so right. it wasn't even Hitler. So no, I don't believe no. he was killed. I believe he walked and skated and gave this technology to the Satan group that was operating in England that was running the New World Order even at that point through the United Nations that was developed right after the war. That's what I think happened. That's right. And I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll go one better with you for those who didn't hear the program with Peter Lavenda as he writes in uh, the, uh, the Hitler legacy. I believe, yeah, he went, I believe Hitler went to Argentina from there. He went to Indonesia. I believe that uh, Lavenda is right when he said that this guy named uh, Perk or uh, P. Umlaut over the O-C-H. How do you pronounce that, Ted? P-O-C-H. It's Err. It's Err. Umlaut over the O is Err. Like, like my name with an umlaut over, my, my name's actually supposed to have an umlaut. Broer is supposed to be Brr is what it's supposed to be, and we right. pronounce it Broer. Okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah, and I believe that um, I believe that the, this uh, P O C H umlaut over the O did go to Indonesia and uh, die in Indonesia in 1970. Be, I, and I think that the research does point to that. But the, the reason I mention that, Ted, is is um, the, the things that happened in Bali, the uh, the, the mass uh, 
uh, extermination, genocide, or, or I shouldn't say genocide, but the purge of the communists in Bali back in 65, 64, I think it was, or 65. Anyway, uh, that guy was there. But the bottom line here, the connection to the current government, I'm going to throw this out there for just for your consideration, Ted, the connection to the government today, Indonesia. Why Indonesia? Why did Hitler go? And and we'll just let's just humor me for a moment. Hitler went to, our, uh, to Indonesia. Uh, why, did, why did he do that? Well, uh, there was a, a vast Nazi ideological uh, 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 bias over there in Indonesia, and he did use the Muslims. He weaponized Islam during World War II. But having said all of that, uh, to to actually you know uh, win the or to establish the Fourth Reich. But what gets me real quick is this: uh, Sabud. Now Peter Lavenda, and I'm going to try to convince him of this uh, based on my research. I believe the the. Uh, the group known as Subud, S-U-B-U-D, uh, which really has its roots in Indonesia. And folks, you might remember this because Loretta Fuddy from the uh, aircraft, uh, the Hawaiian aircraft, Loretta Fuddy was the director of uh, health uh, over in uh, Hawaii and covered up, uh, well, she was the gatekeeper for Obama's birth certificate. She was a high-ranking member of Subud. Uh, Hitler, I believe, was part of Sabud, which was an OSS slash CIA infiltrated organization. And the bottom line here is Obama spent a lot of time in Indonesia. Why? Why? Well, Sabud connections there, and also look at what he's doing over here. I mean, it would take an entire program to. And, and in fact, uh, next week we will talk about that. But uh, but Ted, I just want to throw that out there. You're absolutely 100 percent correct. Well, no. In fact, you know, it's interesting to me because my mom being in Nazi Germany, she was raised in Nazi Germany. She was born in 1916 and went through the entire war over there. Uh, She was messed up. I mean, I I love my mom as she rests in peace, but she was messed up because of what she had seen. And if you want to really see probably the greatest piece of propaganda that Goebbels ever put out, in fact, one of the greatest piece of propaganda that's ever been done, uh, watch it online. It's in black and white. It's called Triumph of the Will, and it was done by Joseph Goebbels. And it dealt with the Nuremberg rallies. And it's all this symbolism that burns deeply into the brain that you can never forget the symbols of all the Nazi banners and the the eagles and all this other kind of stuff. And it shows how they programmed the German hive mind by doing that until they got the German people so convinced they could do anything. And they just basically were destroyed because their Satan group – remember, remember – the Rothschilds and the bankers put Hitler into power. Nobody wants to talk about that. Okay, He was Time Magazine Man of the Year, but when he started throwing out the Rothschild banking cartel in Germany and then in all these other countries he started taking over, they decided that he was going to – he wanted his, his, his Satan group to be the, the big, powerful Satan group, and that's what happened. And if you read the book by William Carr, Pawns in the Game, he goes into detail with that. So the whole thing is just – pretty much everything you've been taught is a giant pile of crap. I'm telling you guys, and I'm sorry to offend you if steaming it does. Pile. It's a steaming pile of crap. I mean, we have been so lied to in the United States since the turn of the last century, since 100 years ago with the, with the Federal Reserve Act, and it's gotten deeper and wider and deeper and wider. And I've got a bunch of articles. I was going to quote a whole bunch of presidents that's saying, you know, from the Andrew, days of Andrew Jackson, there's been a group of people here that have run the government through these covert means. Kennedy tried to expose it. They killed him. And so we've been given all of this stuff and lied to. And finally, we get somebody who's just telling us the truth. The cowboy comes out like John Wayne or Clint Eastwood would in the back in the 60s and says, hey, wait a minute. I'm tired of the lies. I'm not a politician. I'm a billionaire. Heck with you people. I'm going to tell you the 
truth. We're going to pull out the 28 pages of redacted information on 9-11, tell you it did this. We're going to stop these drug companies from doing all of this. We're going to talk about these immunization of these children. And they're freaking out, Doug. They don't know what to say because the guy is talking about stuff that nobody's supposed to know about. And unless you're in alternative media, you had no idea what he was talking about. And that's why he's grabbed such a huge audience now in the alternative media because we've all been telling people all of this stuff for years and years and years. But I know we're almost out of time. So, again, I want to thank you guys. Uh, go look up the, the, the Hagman Blood Sugar Protocol at healthmasters.com or the Dave Hodges Healthy Joint Protocol. And I'll be on with Dave again the last two hours of the show on Sunday night, plus my show is from 7 to 8 Eastern Standard Time. I'll cover more of the information we need to get done with tonight on both shows. Uh, also, I want to thank you guys for your support. Uh, we've also got the Healthy Immune System Protocol that we talked about on the show back in December. When we talked about what more challenge does to the body and how it can overtake the body if the body's not healthy. And we'll tell you how to get yourself a really, really strong immune system and stay healthy in the middle of all of this mess. And guys, please, I'm going to ask you again for like the fourth or fifth time, turn off your Wi-Fi routers at night. Please, I ask you from the bottom of my heart, get this psychotronic mess out of your house. Turn this mess off and realize you don't have to sleep inside inside of a Wi-Fi signal. When you get off the Internet at night, when you stop checking your emails or your messages, unplug it. Don't just turn it off. Unplug it. Pull the power cord out of the wall. They haven't found a way how to turn them back on yet where the power is disconnected or where the battery's out of them. So please make sure everything's turned off and that you sleep in as quiet of an area as you possibly can and avoid all of this input into your, into your brain. And I'm telling you, Doug, that thing that happened in Louisville with those 1,500 people that rioted a few months ago and they broke into this giant fight in the middle of the mall and now they're doing it in Chicago. Somebody warned Trump and it could have been Joe on the Dave Hodges show last weekend when he broke that story and tumped, and we may have, we may have saved Donald's life by keeping him out of Chicago tonight. Yeah, and I, and I'm telling you, I I, I, I truly believe Ted that the, because I, I re, in fact Joe showed me the the message I sent to him saying you know be careful now because I mean when he was talking about that and he said no 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 I, look I've got this uh, this is right. Great job, Joe. And, and I say that not to say, you know, I mean, yay I was is lucky us. lucky enough to uh, come across the information. I mean, well, but to, to understand how deeply we're me, being you know? gamed. Well, yeah. no, your research. I mean, that, that, so how deeply we're being gamed and Ted to expose. See, a lot of people don't want to hear what you say about what you say. I'm sorry. Uh, let me rephrase that. A lot of people don't want to hear thinking, well, just belief in in jesus christ is is and is our faith in jesus christ is sufficient and that is sufficient however we have we not been appointed to um to expose the works of darkness for those who are watchmen i think we have right i believe Am we have right? uh, yeah I, believe, I mean yeah because we can we we can do two things at once we can in fact embrace the salvation you know that, that, that our our loving god has given us and expose the work, works of darkness at the same time. We can do both things at once. We're not, uh, you know, uh, we can do both things at once. Simple as that. So we need to really get this message out. And, folks, please share this program with everyone you know and tune in to Dave Hodges' show Sunday night. But before you do, tune in to Ted's show Sunday night as well, okay? And because if you like what you hear tonight, you can get five days a week, six days a week of Dr. Ted Brower and his son Austin do a fantastic job. And I just uh, so thankful. You got, we, uh, we know. We've, no, go ahead. Ted on on his show uh, Sunday night, followed by his appearance on Dave Hodges in the last two hours. Yeah, yeah. 
So there you go, man. So Dave, at least Dave's given me an hour break between my show and that's in his show. But, you know, I tell you what, guys, if you think about this, I'm 60 years old. I was semi-retired. I've come out of retirement now, and I'm doing radio six days a week, which has completely stopped my entire schedule of being able to do anything with pretty much that I like to do except for one day a week. I did this because I felt it was necessary when God woke me up from the dream that I had five years ago this summer. And, it, and I tell you what, guys, it's changed my life. It's changed my prayer life. It's changed everything. I'm more committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ right now in my life than I've ever been in any part of my life. And I was tr- a truly committed Christian since I was saved back in 1979 when I was 23 years old. But I tell you what, guys, the power that we get from the cross and the power that we get through the blood of Christ and the power that we get through his continual perpetual act of of, of sanctification of us through the book of Hebrews that talks about that. It's just unbelievable what we have. But the problem is, a lot of the people in the world don't have that. They're watching this symbology and this stuff and what it's doing, and they've learned from Edward Bernays, and they've learned from Goebbels, and they've learned from the CIA, and they've learned from MK Ultra, and they don't understand that the stuff they've been taught was done to them without them being aware of it. And it's been programmed into them. And so it's up to us to train the people and to teach the people to wake up and to realize that their salvation is important through Jesus Christ. But I really believe that we can get a stay of execution for the United States of America. I believe we can get another 40 or 50 years. But if Hillary Clinton gets in the White House, Doug, Joe, we might as well all move to New Zealand. Or to a, you know, to a third world country somewhere that we don't have to worry about all this nonsense because it's going to get really, really bad. Of course, it can't get much worse than King Obama's been by executive fiat. He's done about everything he possibly can. And it's ridiculous all the things that he's done and how much stuff stuff he's changed through executive order. And if we can get a president in there, that'll start undoing his executive orders. Because remember, a president can do that. They can undo executive orders by another executive order and change all of that back. And we'll see if the guys are willing to do that. God bless you, my friend. Thank Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time tonight, Ted. And God bless with your research and everything that you've been doing. Uh, You've been a a huge contribution not only to our program but to the alternative media in general, and we can't thank you enough. We love you, brother. We love you, guys. We appreciate you, and thank you guys for listening tonight. All right. That's Ted Brewer, healthmasters.com. Until next week, stay safe. God bless. Have a great night. This is the Global Star Radio Network.